And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a writer, comedian, and sloppy boy who claps his feet like a chimp when he goes to bed. It's Jeff Dutton. And he's a writer, comedian, sloppy boy who is unapologetically nosy about your finances. It's Tim Kalpakis. Tone Zone is here to announce his new spring fashion line he describes as only shoes. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with her good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the wavy pencil dance again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little peeps. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon by Becky Milner. And yes, I am on Patreon. All sorts of fun stuff. Just recorded a friend zone. That's my Patreon bonus podcast with Allie Ward uh, last week. And then people have been sending in questions for Elliot and Owen because they are dying to be on an episode. So that could be a disaster. But um, that's going to be coming up soon as well. There's a level where you can text me and I'll text you back. All sorts of fun stuff. If if you go for an annual subscription, you get two months free. That's a good deal. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. I am delighted to welcome back to the show, Tim Kalpakis. What Hello. is that? How's it going? Good. Hello, Jeff Dutton. Hey, folks. Hello. Hi, Allison. Daniel, hi. Hi. And <laughs> old Tony Saxton. Hi. So... Jeff and Tim, I don't know if you noticed, but mm. Tony's shirt is normal, <laughs> quote unquote. It's not like a clever Star Wars shirt. Yeah. And when he arrived today, it threw me. Yeah, I heard I was... Daniel answer the door, and he goes, "Tony, you're wearing a normal shirt." And then it really like a lot of <laughs> know what it meant. A lot of confused images scrolled through my head. Like what I was just trying. Like I was actually imagining that what I late eyes on Tony he was going to be wearing like a business <laughs> suit shirt or something I had no idea Tuxedo. but I guess Tony normally wears clever like puns on Star he Wars he has a lot of Star Wars minute shirts okay. that are you know sort of inside oh, jokes like super kind of specific yeah. yeah like that require a lengthy explanation usually when people <laughs> yeah. go what is that no, what is I, I'll admit I had a similar thought when I, I saw this t-shirt I was like That's it's just a return cool. of, it's a return of the Jedi straightforward yes. normal yeah. Yeah. return of the Jedi normie shirt it's like i felt i did sort of half think like what a power move like it's a good movie we yes. all know it that's the name of the good movie mm-hmm. yes i'm just that's trying it. to get the word out for him yeah. you know a movie that came out in 1983 <laughs> well and- tony pointed out that it is sort of a retro and that it like looks like it's from the the time it was released yeah, that's so cool. that's I, I one time tried to make my own Star Wars shirt when like T Public first came out. Mm-hmm. I think it was T Public. I'm pretty sure it was. And I wanted to make like a bad Star Wars shirt. <laughs> so I, I found like a yellow t shirt and then in Hunter Green text in Times New Roman font, it just said I just typed out Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. And I tried to print it and they said they were like, Yeah, your order's on the way. And then they said, Oh, actually, oh. Lucasfilm owns Star Wars. We can't make your shirt. Oh. And I was like, I can't even I can't even write the words Star Wars in like an unaffiliated font on a yellow shirt. And they said no. I, I mean, wasn't that the that. name of a government program for I guess it had S- mm. SDI. I guess oh, it yeah. had a different name, oh, but yeah. people called it Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's how Lucas By made way, his bazillions. Threadless 
oh gets shit. to get away with that. Oh, but like oh. that's it's not the logo or anything. You should be able to walk right. around like, yeah, that's the name of the yeah. thing that well, I what like. What if you Star hyphenated Wars. it? Like, can do have they? <laughs> well, have yeah, they trademarked bad. every version of the you know, word Star Wars together? We did a Star Wars sketch on Birthday Boys, and we just made it one word, and it cleared yeah. Star Wars, and yeah. it cleared, it cleared, yeah, one word. We were watching. Go. I can't remember what specifically it was. It was like a. It was a making of a Birthday Boys thing on YouTube. Ooh. Uh, where Mitch actually literally broke his arm. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And then he did the stunt again with a broken arm. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, he thought he hurt his knee or something. He ran through a door, like a, uh, break, a breakaway like, door. door. <laughs> but here's the thing. Yeah. It was a short hallway that he was running into, and he, so he ran smack into the closed door on the other side of the breakaway oh. door. Oh, <laughs> I, he overshot it. I know that actual sketch well. And he Doesn't he yell like, oh, shit. He's like, oh, it. shit. And so I'm assuming that's real. And then real. he like hobbles <laughs> away. Um, yeah, so it's like he, he burst into a hallway that was really only like a normal hallway, three and a half feet wide maybe, and he careened into the closed door on the other side. Did it again, broke his arm. He was in a cast for season two. Yeah. And so you can tell in certain sketches that Mitch just has this like one C-3PO arm that is stuck at a 90 degree angle. He's wearing normal like button downs, but he's just got this one arm that's like a very rigid 90 degree angle. But like how... At what point was it just the pain wasn't going away and that's when he's like, Oh, maybe maybe I should get this looked at or was yeah. there an onset medic or something? I feel like there was no onset medic, no stun quarter, <laughs> like no nothing. Well, and you had was, styrofoam on some side to catch him. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm sure just like an intern just did that. <laughs> and yeah, it just, the pain just didn't go away. And he went and got it checked out and it was like, yeah, it's broken. <laughs> it's like, whoops. <laughs> um, Jeff, I have a question about your on purpose looks bad shirt. Was what? the <laughs> you said that you wanted to make a Star Wars shirt? Oh, that, oh yeah, not okay. the one you're wearing. Okay. That looks <laughs> like hold on, <laughs> on purpose looks handsome. <laughs> no, that one looks good. Yeah, on purpose. Looks in good. fact, when you came in and I hugged you, I was like, I got to keep my face that has makeup on it off of your white shirt. Oh, because I feel like yeah, it's too pristine. Um, no, the one that you're talking about, the Star Wars shirt that you wanted to make look bad. Mm-hmm. Now, did you just want someone to be like that shirt sucks? Or was it a knowingly knowing bad like shirt? like like a bootleg okay. Star Wars shirt that just like a guy yeah. made? Because this is something like somebody I'd, with no right. understanding of why Star Wars is cool would make it. <laughs> like a grandma would be like, "My kid likes Star Wars. Yes. I wrote a sh- I made a shirt that said <laughs> Star Wars on it." Because I've been thinking about the like on purpose bad thing. Um, Allison Rosen's new best friend. I know I'm a broken record for some people. Started as a streaming internet show when I lived in Brooklyn. Blah blah blah. So one time I was like posting. Um, things announcing that I was the show was that night or something. So I made them look purposefully bad with construction paper, and it just looks very bad. Mm-hmm. But now, when I look at those photos, I think, oh, that just looks bad. It's <laughs> oh. not like clever bad. And then also, Daniel, remember the what? Did you make a friendship club with your friend? By the way, guys, never let your wife see the box of stuff from high school. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Uh, I was in high school. Uh, for some reason, I got tasked with having to make all the I- student IDs, you know? So you take the picture and then laminate it. A and student does that? Isn't that surprising? I thought a, a machine of, did that. Yeah, yeah, a lot of free labor happening at our school. Oh, sure. sure. And uh, we made, like, friendship cl- I mean, this is, like, we were uh, 10th grade, okay? Okay. So it was silly, but it's supposed to be 
lame, but now it looks like we were just it lame. Just yeah, lame. yeah, of course. <laughs> no, that's funny as shit. If, wait, so you just had access to a lamination machine, I and mean, you and your friends were like, we're going to make official friendship club In 1990, cards? having access to a lamination machine was basically your ticket to... Oh, yeah. <laughs> friendship oh, yeah. clubs. Friendship clubs. <laughs> I mean, you could yeah. probably fake some IDs if you were There was a period there, yeah, yeah, where like IDs were just laminated. Like, you could, like, a, a fucking driver's licenses were just laminated you know um but yeah you could make them and then get discounts at movies for being students long mm. after although i was a student for whatever <laughs> but in, but in hindsight there have... wasn't much that it gave us yeah before was... we go can we yeah. see it <laughs> do you want to see it on air I, yeah I oh, really... do you have it i do <laughs> <laughs> okay. plan this no well, how do you have it? No, I don't have it on me. I got to go inside oh. and get it, but I know where it is. <laughs> okay. I feel like this is worth it. You guys hold down oh, the fort. Oh, for God's sake. Wow. I can't it's wait. Not, this is, I hope this is worth it. <laughs> what were the, the duties of the friendship club or the activities? Where it's a club? You get 20% out, off at the, the friendship store. <laughs> yeah, it really... Um, yeah, in hindsight, we didn't think it through. Yeah. But that's so fun when you're in high school and you, first of all, you have excess creative energy in high school. Yeah, nothing to do with it. And uh, yeah. I had, we started a hacky sack club and we like demanded, and it was just like eight stonery kids right. who did hacky sack <laughs> during lunch. And we were like, we want a page in the yearbook. And they were like, okay. Did you and get so, one? Yeah. Nice. It was just, and we, we they were we like, get a page in the They were like, you need to find a teacher to be your, um, Efficient, or, or like you need to be stamped by a teacher, and we just found like our f fun teacher. That's pretty. She did. <laughs> that's pretty great. My way of getting into after freshman year, I was talking to a friend, and we're like, "What if we just tried to get in the yearbook as much as possible?" Because you're looking in the index, you know, at all the <laughs> yeah. numbers, like the page numbers. Wait, but weren't you? Well, the later of the yearbook I, by the senior year, I was editor. But but <laughs> oh man, he but, absolute domination. Yeah, I, I don't know why, but it was like so we would just join every single club and stay in the club until they took the yearbook picture and then quit so that like every single club picture and then it was like the index it was like this oh. list numbers so know? your index was like you know sometimes you get a book and then in the index it'll be like oh let's see how often um, right uh, Patrick Stewart comes up yeah. and it'll be like pages 22 58 yes and each kid had their own thing and so you could look at it and go like oh you know Chris only had two. What a loser. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be me. I'd have all these numbers. Like Max Fisher. and Page. Yeah. But then by doing that, it was like when I was applying for college, I could go, oh, wait a minute. Now I it looks like I'm doing so much shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, I'm like, this kid does everything. You know, and I didn't do any like academic decathlon and all this stuff. French club. Okay. So I have returned and in my hand is, and I am... I Recording this for Patreon, <laughs> I must pass this down. Oh man, this is the stupidest thing. But Wait. doesn't it? Like you wouldn't realize that's supposed to you be done. You think that that's government issued? Right? <laughs> Other than seeing a uh, picture of your face, so I know you're a teenager. If I saw this, I'd be like, "Oh, a four-year-old." <laughs> Super sincere. It looks very pen fifteen. It was supposed to be. What's stupid. in your What's in your mouth? I don't even know. Just like a, a I think maybe a pacifier. Might just oh be yeah, no, it's a lollipop. He's got a lollipop packed in his cheek, and the stick is yeah. poking out. There's a picture of a bear with a heart on his chest, and there's a, it's like what? a laurel of roses around. It says friendship club. <laughs> Nothing. Doesn't it have your signature on the back? Yeah, it's, well, it's got to be official. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's crazy is that signature code. is not much different from my signature now. Anyway, <laughs> what's crazy though is that Alice Rose is your best friend, and there's like 
all my Patreon stuff is sort of named around Friendship yeah. Club. Oh, it's, yeah. it's like I'm stealing from you. Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. That's good foreshadowing. <laughs> Who, whoever it. wrote your life, that's good yes. foreshadowing. Oh, my God. You're a writer. <laughs> Did you ever, uh, <laughs> thinking about how your signature hasn't changed too much, Yeah, I don't remember there, if there was a moment where I ever like, decided on my autograph or how I signed my name. I think it You just, got a good one. Oh, thank you. But I, th- I think it's kind of the only way I know how to write my name. T, squiggle, rush. K, squiggle. Booge. Yeah, do you have the, the sound effects in your head when he yeah, does yeah, it every you time? Know, the pen makes that sound. Oh wow! <laughs> oh my god, a pen that made sound. But is it is it normal? Is there is that a rite of passage when you're like, well, I got my first checkbook and I should decide. I never decide it because mm. yeah. I could remember. Do weird. I remember spending time as a teenager, like a young teenager, like around Friendship Club age, um, <laughs> trying to trying on different ways. Because with A, there's you know you can do like a the capital a, the two lines with the line across right. or just or, like a yeah and i remember spending time doing it and now it's like become illegible yeah mm. so i don't i don't I, pour I, myself into my autograph i, I went right to a jd just initials oh, like like smart. especially when we signed sloppy boy stuff i said i'm officially not i'm no longer doing the cursive jefferson <laughs> there's a hundred thousand fans in at yeah, the stadium uh, uh, break my arm yeah yeah um, you, but a nice, a nice, like big fat JD feels good, and I can whip it real fast. Like you know how you do a star, and it's like cha 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 cha. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. sort of. I can do that with the JD. It's like. Oh. You know who looks like he really like designed his signature, like spent time, maybe even hired somebody. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Oh, he, he <laughs> has a very right? that good is signature. A, that is a deliberate signature. Yeah. 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 Tony, what about you? You're being awfully quiet. Yeah, Tony. (laughs) He doesn't know how to sign. (laughs) Let's see it. He's just live on the pod. Uh, No, I think I'm similar to you, where I think I did think about it when I was younger. Uh, And then, yeah, I think it became that way from that. But then, yeah, it just got sloppier over time. And similar thing with, like, signing things at shows. Then it just got sloppier and faster. And I've noticed, I can't think of what it is off the top of my head, but uh, when these last few tours we've done... We do these meet and greets and we have a bunch of posters we sign and we sign them ahead of time. So we just give them out then. And so I'll, you know, have a big stack of them and I'll post. There is a definite specific rhythm that I have caught on to that my signature makes. You can hear it. It's (laughs) like. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I try to get to like, yeah, try to get it in time. Because you're you're a drummer. Yeah. 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 The show, Mm -hmm. it's already part of the show. really. (laughs) Like my. So if I'm especially if I'm buying something with a credit card and then they hand me the phone to sign. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mentioned earlier, we went to the Renaissance fair yesterday where everything is like square. So they just, you know, they have the All whole iPads right. and phones. Yeah. And so if they hand or like medical consents or anything like that, if they hand that to me, I now just do like a wiggly line. Cause mm-hmm. I don't think it matters. Oh, no, none bo- of that, that stuff that matters. That finger on the iPad or whatever. There's no way. I don't yeah. Do and I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but if I'm signing something, like an autograph, then I do slow down a tiny bit, but the so so the A and the R are legible, and then the rest like shrinks so that mm-hmm. the Allison looks like a greater than sign. It's almost, oh. and I feel, I mean, I'm exaggerating, but mm-hmm. I, I I don't. It's been a long time since I've read any sort of like handwriting analysis, but I feel like there's, I feel like it would say something bad about me. Ooh, oh yeah, yeah, I'm like sure it, would. it looks like I gave up halfway. Damn. And you can't fix it because then no. people who have the old autograph will be like, oh, I have the old autograph. That's right. Oh. No, but I really am tempted to just go to AR. Mm. You made such a compelling argument for JD. Well, yeah. 
Maybe I'll just yeah, go to JD. You, yeah, use JD. Yeah, yeah seems <laughs> good. Try it out. Yeah, I think I might. Um, so you, AR, if you're not going to use AR, I'll use that. Everyone, <laughs> switch to the left. Okay. <laughs> so Tony, you have to now take DQ. I guess I have to take TT. That'd be okay. Yeah, TT, that's Ooh, that's and then cool. everyone will go, oh, what is pi? That's yeah. what happens. Yeah. Oh, anytime I have to initial. Circle, oh, it's like, oh, right. You got to make sure that there's a little gap, so it's not yeah. one swisher. I don't have time for that. <laughs> yeah, no time for gaps. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So you guys were supposed to be on tour. Yeah. But then yeah. the other third of the sloppy boys mm-hmm. booked something. He got employed. He got uh, employed, and you know you don't want that. That's not a good sign for a rock man. No. no. <laughs> Employment. <laughs> Employment. No, you don't have a job. That's no good. Uh, it gets so, in the way of all the notes. So I feel like as we're recording this right now, we w- we would be like in some fun city doing a show, right? New this Orleans, hungover, yeah, oh, wow. crawling out of a pile of women, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so we're miserable. Yeah. What is his job, or can he not say? I think he, he hasn't that. said so. I mean, we shouldn't say, but I mean, like we're it's, happy. For it's him. like a writing he's, job for a yeah. TV show. And mm. He's happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's very selfish of him. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah, bit. yeah, kind of. And then also, is today today's Greek Easter, right? <laughs> Christos Anesti, yes. Oh wow, does that mean Christ is born? Uh, yeah, Christ is risen. Yeah. Mm. Do you celebrate it at all? Um, I'm going to celebrate it right now. He just crossed himself. Oh, Don't you like bonk eggs together or something? Oh yeah, we did. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a. <laughs> it's an, a classic, classic egg, egg bonking. Um, I'm kind of a, a bad Greek. Uh, never been to Greece. Don't speak the language other than Christos and Esti. <laughs> it was convincing to uh, me. But uh, we, that is something we did that I didn't even realize that. Like, if if the rest of you haven't done that, then I'm like, oh, it must be Greek. Okay, but, what, what? Walk me through bonking. Eggs. Is it like cheers? <laughs> like it, it is. But it's it's a, it's competitive. It's it's you, you oh. do your egg dyeing like everyone else, and you have your hard pink boiled. your paws eggs hard boiled, uh-huh. um, and then you kind of do this competition where like each person like you tap one egg on top of the other person's egg to see who's cracks. Oh, I thought it was Whoa. like they come, they like nose to nose, like so, like like the eggs kiss, but it's on top. Yeah, it's gadouche, top Got to it. bottom. Oh, gadouche. Or at least, <laughs> yeah, it's a classic it's gadouche. So the listener can hear it. It's yeah. just a gadouche. Um, and then, yeah, you're hoping your your egg never cracks and that you go all the way and there's like a winner. There's something else where we had this like bread, like a big round bread that had like a, a quarter in it. And it was Ooh, good. It was, it was oh, good luck. to break oh. your tooth on like the quarter. Yeah. When like you say a big cake. round bread, is it a ring or is it? A, a big ring. Isn't that like a, that's sort of like the baby in the New Orleans cake. Yeah, like the king. It looks like a king. Yeah, it looks like a king cake. Oh, it's, it's definitely like the baby in the king cake, but it was bread and a quarter. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe my dad just didn't have a, you know, some people don't have little plastic babies (laughs) hanging around. Wait, wait. So one egg is stationary and the other egg, you're the, you're the, you're on offense. Yeah. You, you hold your egg. I I forget how like you're, there's a whole tournament like situation, (laughs) but yeah, you'd be holding it and the other person bonks you. Maybe then you, switch and you each get a bonk i don't know but isn't it like whoever's doesn't crack move moves on to the next exactly round. and here's if you're timmy and you're real sneaky one greek easter you put your egg in the freezer oh, oh. i was gonna say how do you how do you cork the bat how, what's the that, what's the cheat? i mean you could also do it with a raw egg but uh, just to sort of that, that doesn't make your egg any better it but a it is a funny thing yeah, to yeah. do it's sort of a jackass prank <laughs> but no imagine I just, if that's I, what was on jackass my yeah. egg was raw the whole time yeah, I had that one okay. season that was just only, <laughs> only that greek time jackass. for greek i think we, we called it kingers yeah oh, kingers cool but bonk is egg bonk is pretty good 
Um, but that's the extent of my of my Greekness. I should go check out the that country and see if they do it there. That's all you know about Greece is they that's the only eggs. only thing that, that I know. I I you know I assume, I don't know. I didn't know it was Easter related. I thought it was every morning. You eat breakfast. People. Uh, so last name Rosen, Jewish, obviously, but like grew up with completely atheist, secular, nothing, mm-hmm. like nothing cultural, celebrated Christian holidays always. And people are always talking to me about, it makes it sound like it's every day, but it feels like it's all the time. Like they expect me to know all about the Jewish holidays and mm. I don't. Uh, and I, I always feel like I should, um, but I just don't. But anyway, I feel like I just did that to you. Yeah. Like Greek Easter. Is, yeah, I'm sad. Is there, <laughs> is there a Greek like holiday where the guys are outside and the women come out and the guys try to slap them in the butt. <laughs> what are you talking like, about? I and have a plus- memory of that. Is it Greek I think it's or- butt slappers ball? <laughs> yeah, so the guys are like, and they, like ah! and they just slap. Did you see the women like national it? lampoons? No, it was either that or, or Benny Hill. I don't know, but no, it, I feel like there's. Uh, maybe someone not. will maybe write it's like in. Croatian. Or- the only uh, I didn't do any butt slapping, but but I did. Well, a running joke in my family is that Greek Easter is like two weeks after Easter. Mm-hmm. So then the joke in my family is like, if you miss someone's birthday, you give them a late, like a belated present. You say, hey, it's your Greek birthday. Oh, so okay. we always Greek Christmas, Greek. And like, we couldn't get together for Thanksgiving, but we're going to have a, a, a turkey the next weekend and it's Greek Thanksgiving. Yeah. So that's, that's the Kalpakis. That's the most wit. religious. The wit. <laughs> and, and just like, that's our heritage is doing things late and be like, it's Greek. Ha ha. <laughs> Um, this morning, Elliot, our six-year-old, started singing "Smashing the Plates." Oh my oh. god! And I said, "The guys who wrote that song are going to be here later." And he goes, "What?" Oh my god! Yeah, let's give him the thrill of a lifetime. I know. <laughs> so he's not here right now, but he should be here by when when that's we funny. go back in the that's, house. That song kids, specifically kids has like taken off with kids. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting because I mean, if you're a kid, what what could be better? the freedom of smashing a plate? My God, that's true. But it's also, it's also so wordy. You know, oh, like yeah. I, yeah, like it's y- kind of like a schoolhouse rock. You'd think that'd be a hurdle for kids, but they love it. They he like was singing. It. He was singing the chorus. He didn't sure. burden himself he didn't with do any verse verses. Three? <laughs> verse three is the big stretch. <laughs> I mean, you guys could go the cuckoo kangaroo route and just start. Doing oh, I've heard of them. Album. Yeah, and just do kids music. I think my my friends who are parents are like, you should check out cuckoo kangaroo. Like the, it's yes. not it's not detestable. It's no, it's, they're fun. It's they're the fun. only music that parents are like. Uh yeah, can we put on Cuckoo Kangaroo mm-hmm. when the kids are listening to whatever Miss Pig? Yeah. What's right. the new Miss Piggy? Peppa Pig. Pig. Sure, yeah. That's her aunt, Miss Piggy. Um, so we had the weirdest experience last night, and I want to talk about it. But it's one of those things where, like, I am already imagining the responses people are going to have. Uh, so I'm in my head when talking about it. Do you know what I'm about to talk about? No idea. Ghosts. No, so um, we went to Spaghetti Factory last night. Oh, oh, oh! I I, I've never set about. foot inside of one. Me neither. I, I, I Me neither. I, I wow. see the buildings well, everywhere. I, for I some reason, I was convinced it was called Ye Old Spaghetti Factory. But it's just the, but old. It's the old. The old spaghetti yeah. factory. It's something like that, though. There used to be Ye. Did it used to be Ye Old? Me, me, There's me, that me, one me. on the highway when you're getting out of the Dodge. Yes. Where is that? that so we were heading to Dodge. We were heading to Santa Fe Dam to go to the Renaissance Fair. And it's not a picturesque drive. But then there was Spaghetti Factory, which is a place that I used to go as a kid. And I remember it being. But they only serve old spaghetti. (laughs) Yeah, they have vintage spaghetti. Um, So I remember it being, you know, like a fun place. And I thought to myself, maybe we should go with the kids on our way back. It's in Duarte. I know nothing about Duarte except that uh, 
that word is a lyric in Evita, so it just makes me think of that song. But do you guys know? Have you spent much time in Duarte? Is it is this like San Gabriel Valley deep? Because mm-hmm. the Ren Fair used to be in Irwindale. I thought. I think Santa Fe Dam is Irwindale. Uh, I think it's the same place. So Irwindale, I know that there's like a big quarry there. Yeah, and then I know that this also place uh, we were recently talking about that there was a, a sriracha factory there. Oh really? It was making all the air spicy. Oh right, <laughs> like, right. Wait, like burning your eyes? Yeah, it was yeah. Burning eyes, and like literally no. kids were crying. And then the the parents in the town tried to like get the factory shut down, but we don't have ways of testing like, for spicy air. Yeah, it's like, it's like pep, pepper oil pepper. got in the air instead of like toxins. So yeah. people right. were complaining, and the, and the city was like, "Well, we can't do anything about it. It's not like a chemical." Right. And the guy, the the, the owner toxic, of yeah. this company, was like, "Come on, test the air all you want, because all we have is like you know smokestack like carbon emissions." Right. Yeah, yeah. And there was it was like spicy, <laughs> spicy air. That's, That's hilarious. Okay, so we went to the Ren Fair, which was fine. Um. And then on our way back, we went to Ye Old Spaghetti Factory. Apparently, it was called the Old Spaghetti Factory. This is um, this Berenstein Berenstein yeah. Mandela effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, um, and where we were sitting, it's like a pretty big restaurant. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, it's a it's a it's an Italian restaurant. It's a step I up from Olive Garden. But yeah, but they like have macaroni spaghetti. grill. Like yeah, or like it. I think of Cheesecake Factory just because it's like yes. huge, yeah. right? like yeah. huge factory. menu and a factory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's actually it's a it's not a huge menu. It's okay. mostly pasta. Marie Callender's is, is yeah, that still around? I think it's like a Marie Callender's. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. and they used. To, uh, this is so not the point of the story, but I you know I love details. <laughs> they used to serve like a little loaf of bread. There was a cute little. Loaf Aww. of bread mm-hmm, well, on a carving this board. This would be good for anyone who wants an update on the, on the bread <laughs> options. Well, they should know the bread has changed. So anyway, um, <laughs> we were seated not like there's you know a few, a few different rooms you can be seated in. So we were – was there a bar in our room? Yeah. So there was a bar that had some sports on and there were booths around the perimeter. And then in the center, there were a couple tables that had chairs on one side and – A long couch. A long couch, like a comfortable looking couch mm-hmm. on on the other side. So we're eating dinner with the kids, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, I look to my left and reclined fully on the couch. Like is, down, down low. Yeah. So that his, his, the head was lower than the Like under the, under the table almost. No, oh, just ver- exactly? like he was tucking in for a, a good nap. Was um, a mentally ill, homeless, homeless or unhoused man. Homeless. Now, did he have a shirt on? He might have only been. I don't know boxers. because he had a he had a blanket that he had like on his neck. It was very he very, was like cozy. He was in there for the night. But he was looking at me and talking to himself and kind of smiling. Hmm. And I was like, "What? That was." <laughs> and then I said to Daniel, "I said, did you see? There's a guy." Right it was over there? it was weird because the way he had surreal. the blanket on himself. If you if you did just a quick scan of the restaurant, you might not see. You him. might just think there's a napkin. Yeah, and then you just sort of like because you were like you said, did you see that over there or something? I looked, I didn't see anything. I know. So at that point, and then we, hang on. At that point, I truly was like, this might be the moment that I have a break from reality. Like that might because I fully. Well, I'm continuing. Had that sense. I fully am continuing to see this guy. Yeah, it feels like it follows or something. Right. Yeah. Do you see that man there? Is like, he there for real? No one else is reacting, but you don't normally see this right there. And maybe I this maybe I'm fully hallucinating. Yeah. 
I'll just wait. But I was so calm about it. Like, well, what am I going to do? I can totally see him. He's definitely seen me. We've made eye contact. I am hugely uncomfortable right now. <sighs> and uh, if Daniel confirms it, then it's real. And if not, then uh, cross that bridge and come to it. And then Daniel's like, oh, yeah. Well, I so see. then I looked again and you're just looking. And then all of a sudden it's like it comes into focus. Yeah. You know? Like you just sort of, mm-hmm. oh, there's yeah. a guy like looking at me right yeah. there. I didn't. And, w- and he was smiling when you saw him? <laughs> no, From where Daniel was, was sitting, he couldn't see the guy's eyes. Ah. Now, looked like I, he was sleeping kind of where... You know, his eyes like were very low. He, yeah, he was heavily... He was like... He seemed tired. But I did have Owen on my lap. Mm-hmm. So I was like, why, why is he fixated on me? And then I'm like, well... I am very, I mean, no matter what life throws your way, Maybe you still he recognize recognize you from your I've show. got that it factor mm-hmm. and he zeroed in on it. <laughs> like, no. You got it. And then it like starts that thing. And this is why I'm hesitant to even mention it on the show, because it's that thing of like, I am progressive. I, you know, I want to be like a kind hearted person. So why aren't you extremely comfortable in this situation? (laughs) And I want to be, you know, in some universe, the right thing to do is to be like, can I help you? Can I give you my leftovers or what? I don't know. You know, can I help you get on your feet? But instead I'm just like this, like he's, he's talking to himself and to other people that aren't there. Yeah, Um, The the manager finally came up and and asked him to leave. And and it was, it was, it was wild because you're, you hear the manager goes, uh, sir, can you please leave? And it's like, I don't want Just like super gravelly. Like, yeah. like, oh, that sounds like a cartoon person, <laughs> yeah. not a real Damn. person. But I just I just feel like, nine. look, 99.9% of people in that position are completely harmless. Yeah. And yeah. 0.1% do something erratic, yeah. violent, sure. or scary. Yeah. And my kids are right here. And yeah, I just... So I was like highly uncomfortable until we left. And then... We had to walk right by him to leave. It was similar to when we were in a restaurant and Daniel saw some people that he knew from a long time ago (laughs) and didn't want to say hi to them because like situation because (laughs) because too much time had passed. So like now because like I don't think they've seen me, but now to go up and say hi would be a whole thing. There were, so there we were just more have to, factors yes, that you're not mentioning. But we just have I I know, but like we just have to sneak <laughs> okay. out of the restaurant. So Unmentioned we like factors. we well, uh, yeah. we choreographed how we were gonna <laughs> it's so dignified to Damn. skulk. We choreographed how we we're gonna sneak out of this restaurant. So that was the thing. So Daniel they was brought gonna, out the, a lo- basket full of laundry. <laughs> how'd you get in? We put some towels <laughs> on you. <laughs> yes. Baked you into a cake. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> so Daniel picks up Owen and walks out and then I take Elliot and we're and I'm like guiding him out but Elliot is between me and the guy and I'm like that I want Elliot on the other side of me so I I move Elliot to the other side of me and then I have my hands on either side of him and I'm like trying to push to move him along mm. we're right by the guy at this point and then Elliot <laughs> this is a so this is something that Daniel and I refer to as not an ally uh not in the social justice way but just like if our dog is making a lot of noise when when the kids are almost asleep then we're like wendy she's not an ally so then (laughs) elliot stops will not move and wants to know why i'm walking in this way why did he do that weird thing yes (laughs) and he like i need to know he needs to redo it he needs to redo redo it the correct way so i which is like no and this is probably like terrible parenting but i like 
I try to just like pull him along, like, mm-hmm. come, like we gotta go, come on. And then he's like, you know, suddenly weighs four hundred pounds. Like suddenly he is like bolted into the floor. And so then I'm like, Elliot, there's a man here who is making me uncomfortable. We need to go right now. And like he, th- yeah. this this means nothing this to him, right? Yeah. So anyway, finally. I took Owen and then Daniel redid the walk with Elliot. <laughs> I wow. I mean, but like the I guy did wasn't, it correctly. Yes, exactly. And it, but at this point the guy so initially he was on his back like looking at me. I, I mean I don't, I don't want to say I was soaking up all the attention. He might have been looking at other people. It just there's also felt, his there's head also, was oriented. Yes, exactly. There's also a basketball gaze. game on right next to your head. He might have been oh, watching the basketball. Maybe he was watching the game. <laughs> he might have been. It's oh possible. I am so self-centered. Well, how how otherwise packed is this restaurant? Is this like kind of thin or pretty is it packed? Uh, it was, it was yeah, pretty packed. Yeah. And so then at one point though, he did turn onto his side and like curl up in a way that is he was like very fetal. It was very cute. Yeah. He was very slight. Like, so at he that point, up, he was just a little ball. He at that point, I was man. like, he is not going to harm anyone. He just wants to sleep. Um, right. So I didn't. I wasn't as worried about you redoing the walk with Elliot. But it's just, it's a whole. It's a thing you don't normally see in a spaghetti yeah. factory. Yeah. No, you don't normally. Yeah. See that. <laughs> or do you? I've never been. I, to a they don't advertise that. <laughs> but I'm. A, I guess I'm a real nymphs, not in my spaghetti factory. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. have I have like kind of a weird thing like that, uh, similar. Mm-hmm. But I was at my home. Oh, okay. And this was late at night. That's even more personal than yeah. Duarte Spaghetti Factory. This, this is when I lived with Hanford Tim at the mm-hmm. uh, Monterey mm-hmm. on on Los Feliz. So it's like a cul-de-sac situation mm-hmm. with a little fountain in the middle. We live towards the back, and there's uh there's some unhoused neighbors around there for sure, but not too many, and like generally uh, friendly and unobtrusive. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this was on one night. Hanford is in bed, and it's past midnight, and I'm either playing video games or watching a movie. And I notice that there's like a shadow that's kind of like passing through uh, the windows. Mm-hmm. And then I look at the main door, which looks a lot like yours, which is like a door with some window panes up top, small mm-hmm. window panes, and we have one of the drawn down shades, like. It's, oh, did you did you just oh sign your autograph? Yeah. <laughs> the the thing is down, and I I can see though between right where, the where, very the, edge. where the roller thing is, and like there's a little sliver of glass. Mm. I see an eyeball. Oh my god! <laughs> looking at me, and I just kind of freeze. Hey, Dutz, and like go look back to the TV, but it's like very. Yeah, what do you un- do? Then? Uncomfortable. Yeah. I, I can see his shadow, like a shadow of a head behind the. And then I try to ignore it, and then I hear, "Oh God, (laughs) come in!" And I was like, "This guy sees me." Knocked on my door. How far (laughs) from the door were you? Four feet. Oh my God! So he's you guys are right there. Yes, uh, it was intimate. Yes, intimate. So I stand up, I go to the door, and I opened it, like keeping kind of like a foot, right, like my foot behind the door, Mm -hmm. thinking like if he tries to push his way in. And it's this man, I didn't immediately recognize him as, uh, as unhoused. Mm-hmm. I still don't know if he was. Very, like, t- a, a Tim-like complexion. Okay. A, a swarthy fellow. <laughs> Great. J- a Jack Sparrow-esque fellow. This is a oh. supermodel? I open, the, <laughs> I open the door, and he's just staring me in the eyes. That he doesn't does, say anything. Doesn't say he anything. He was talking just to do a good stare. And I said, right, and I said 
He what? didn't want just one eye. He wanted both. <laughs> he them both. And he's, he's just sort of standing there motionless looking at me. That's creepy. And I say, what's going on? He doesn't say anything. It's oh, like geez. the Grim Reaper. And I, I say again, it's really late. Can I help you? And he reaches into his mouth <laughs> and pulls out. His teeth? Like a green toy or charm or plastic object that is about the size of like your thumb. Mm-hmm. And then I just shut the door. Oh, we and locked the little chain lock thing. <laughs> you were like, I'm not interested in what that Did, is. Yeah, turned off the lights, walked to the other end of the room, and texted Hanford. There's a really weird guy outside. If anything happens, and I grabbed a broom and I just stood and looked at the door, and I was like, this is fucking crazy. But it was the same sort of thing where I was like. And an hour passed, and I kind of went to bed. And I think I found out in the morning, like, yeah, there was a guy sort of circulating, and um, he left by morning or mm-hmm. got shooed out or something. But it was so bizarre that I really did have that thought of, like, I wish I had someone else to corroborate this. Because <laughs> right. it, it felt like it follows or something. Like, could that have just been some strange visitation? Like, right. I, I don't Did he know. just want to show you the green thing? Like, what was I that? I don't know. I, I thought it was, like, a candy or... I didn't get a good look at whatever it was, but it was like light green and it was about the size of like your thumb. And you and it looked like nothing in particular. Yeah. Look like a designed object of some sort, like rock candy or mm-hmm. like, a, oh. as far as you remember, you hadn't solicited, like you hadn't tweeted, like I'd love to see a green toy. <laughs> like, Hey, come <laughs> by if, if anyone, Come on. If, come by, if you have a green toy, I've been, anybody in the neighborhood. <laughs> hey, when Hanford goes to bed, come by with that thing in your mouth. <laughs> wow. I think, um, I always feel guilty the way I react to um, unhoused people. But when I moved to LA, I was at USC, and this is like early, mid-90s. Um, it's like kind of nicer now around USC, but but when I was there, it wasn't so nice. And I just had too many interactions with uh, people who, you know, unhoused people, whatever, that were like violent or were just like, really. Yeah, like a friend of mine got smashed over the head with a bottle. Actually, two friends got smashed Damn. over the heads with bottles. One guy got carjacked. I was like, one guy followed me home and threatened everyone I lived with with a machine gun. Um, Wait, he had machine a machine gun? gun? Well, he was going to come back with a machine gun. Oh. No, he threatened machine the machine gun. gun. He stole all my friend's weed. And he, and he made a good point, which is like, what are you going to do? <laughs> Call the cops. <laughs> you know? Um and so that I'm just like, and, and then all the scams, all the like, oh, I need to use a bus. And then they would mm-hmm. take them to the ATM and they'd have a whole rap about, you know, whatever. It's like, I don't trust anyone. You seemed so calm last night. Well, he wasn't at looking same, at him. At the same time, I, I saw that guy. He, he wasn't a threat. Like, oh, he, you should have communicated that to me. <laughs> well, you were getting more information than I was because he was sort of to my back. I wasn't right. looking at him. So from where I sat, it, he didn't look like one, but. I trusted you because he was giving you the eyes all the time. You know what do we know? It's so funny that that math that you're doing that's yeah. not a threat. I mean, you know nothing. It's it's such a weird <laughs> like like it's in that. I mean, all Wait, the math. Do you know all, him? Yeah, like oh yeah, he's good. He's cool. He's he's good. Good. <laughs> I mean, I just in general like you're always trying. We're like you know if you're like an empathetic person, you're yes. having a, multiple thoughts at once, which is like safety, but then also. Yeah, not being not being gross to that person, and they're obviously like not having a great night. Yeah, yeah. or maybe cozy in the spaghetti factory is a good night. But yeah, I, I had one very recently where it was a real dilemma. Where in in Los Feliz, like right in front of a brunch spot, I had my AirPods in, 
and I noticed a mentally ill unhoused person was uh, following me and then yelling at me. Oh. And I was sort like I was sort of like, well, this guy's they got some problems. Uh, but I'm going to take up my AirPod and hear what he's what he's yelling at me. <laughs> and he was yelling a slur. He was yelling the gay f word at me oh. <laughs> in front of a big brunch spot where there was a lot of gay people looking over to. So like now I'm like the subject of a hate crime kind of. And I'm like. <laughs> Well, what do I do? Like, do I turn around and say, like, don't say that word? <laughs> like, right, because now there's a lot of eyes on you yeah. to see how you handle oh, there's this There's a situation. lot of vectors like, happening oh, yeah. right oh, now. Oh, that's Tim Calpagas. He's from I was like, if, if I want to be a good citizen, I want to I stomp out the homophobia, yeah. but I don't want to be mean to an unhoused person. <laughs> so I'm mm. sort of, a, I'm like, I simply Conundrum. don't know. I put the AirPod back in and I <laughs> walked away. Wow. That's what I find generally is, like, uh, loud folks who aren't... Uh, who are just sort of in their own worlds and are kind of harmless. I've yeah. I've never had the like like an active scammer. Yeah, that that never happened to me. Well, that did happen to me the one time, but like a true scam where they like have a whole thing and they take you. I, I forget the scam, but it was like. Well, there's a thing in, that happened to my friend in New York where someone will say you broke their glasses and you have to pay them. Like, I don't know if they bump right, into you or right? like, that's kind of a known uh, one. There's a lot of that. So, <laughs> Jeff, on the last show, you admitted bravely oh, yeah. that before you get into bed, you put the soles of your feet together and you rub them back and forth mm-hmm. like a cricket. To yeah. Get the dirt off. Yeah. Get the dirt off. And we, we even had a, uh, a demonstration video. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I think you were the only one at the table that day who did this. Right? Right. Uh, did a demonstration? No, no, no. Who does this before you get into bed? <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. I think we all thought like, that's wow. Yep. Oh, tee hee. So many people wrote in to say they also do that. Of course. Really? So it's not just really? you. Well, it's, it's everyone, but it's not and us. Specifically like soul to soul so that you're only getting the dirty part of the foot on the other dirty part of the foot. No, no, no. You're just, you're, you're doing that. You know, like, you yeah. know, after a job well done, how you do this with your hands. <laughs> yeah, course, oh, sure. I, I exhale on my fingernails and then buff them all. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's good. And you wipe dirt off your shoulder. Yeah. yeah. All the things you do. This is like that's that. Good, good, uh, for the, for the listener explaining, I exhale. <laughs> Exhale. I know. I was trying to think what's the right, what's yeah. the better way to describe that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do that, and it's because, like I said, barefoot, hardwood floors. You're not cleaning as much as you should. Yeah. You're gonna get a little dust and grime. So you want to kind of do a little. Do you ever yeah. thought of putting like a towel or something down and just wiping them? Well, now I have um, I have a jute rug around the skirt of my bed, Ooh. and so now I don't feel as uh, I don't feel like as much. Like I got to do it. Mm. I still do do it because it's several years of muscle memory I'd be right. undoing. Right. And it's a useful, um, just, uh, it's a useful routine, everybody. Do you think if you were in a coma, and I'm not saying you're going to be in one, I don't have those kind of powers, but okay. do you think if you were in a coma, Weird to say. I know yeah. they, the, one of the ways they would know that you're waking up is if they saw your feet start to do this just based on muscle memory. <laughs> Such a complicated move. Like, <laughs> like yeah, he, he's in there somewhere. <laughs> Look at his feet. <laughs> yeah i think that i would think be it's the, possible the key. yeah what sent you into the coma though is what i want to know car accident i'm sorry bad oh. one too oh my god i'm sorry <laughs> listen you guys do you know about game time Mm-mm. buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music comedy and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have um, they have so many great events that you can get tickets for they have really good prices um, before we went to ring of honor 
Supercard of Honor. It's a wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's a wrestling yeah. event that we all attended. Um, but I was looking to see, and they had like really good. Oh, and it was the same weekend as WrestleMania. I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm I'm the premier wrestling podcast now. Wow! wow. Congrats. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Uh, but anyway, they have sports. They have the theater. They have concerts, etc. Flash deals and last minute tickets. Lowest price guarantee. Event cancellation protection. Job loss protection. Uh, forget planning. Months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get images of your seats before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code BESTFRIEND for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code BESTFRIEND for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Okay. Okay. Now, I did select Peeps for the carb that was sent in, but I almost did Pim's Cup by Lauren mm. Kelly. Did you guys do that one recently? We yeah, did. Very good drink. Yeah. So if anyone doesn't know, you guys have a podcast mm-hmm. where you do a cocktail each week. Yep. A Sloppy Boys podcast. When I think Pim's Cup, I just think of like a cup with celery in it. What else is in it? Well, it would be more like cucumber tends to be the mm. star of the show, right? Yeah. But then it can have pff, strawberry Lemon, orange. Mint, orange. Mint, uh, it, pretty much any garden vegetable is fair game. Potato. You turn Potato? It. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> right. Big starchy oh, vegetables. Rutabaga. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's sort of like a brighter, you know, it looks like a Bloody Mary because mm. it, it's got a bunch of crap in it. But it's um, it's like <laughs> s- spring, summer. You should write a cocktail book. It's very light. Yeah. You should. You know? It's kind of, yeah, it's more, it's like a gin and tonic type yeah. of thing, yeah, but yeah. it's just loaded up with whatever you want to load it up with. Mm. So what's been going on in sloppy world lately? All kinds of stuff. He <laughs> <laughs> looked at me. It doesn't, ha- it doesn't have to be just pertaining Actually, to Sloppy Boys. It's more Tim and Jeff world. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, hmm. hmm. La la. Uh, You're writing well. on Digman. Digman. Yes, Digman. everybody. It's uh, Comedy Central, Wednesday nights after South Park. Uh, Digman, starring Digman. Andy Samberg. Uh, oh, my God. So much fun. I'm writing on the show. I'm hoping to sweep the Emmys. Oh, mm. that'd be nice. Because it's mm. embarrassing Doable. if you just get a few of them, but then other shows get some as well. You yeah. Wanna, you really want to sweep. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, that's been a blast. Uh, I've never written like an on a narrative show uh, before, so I'm I'm learning like, hmm, so this character wants something. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to get it. <laughs> I wonder if he'll get it or if there will be any obstacles along the way. <laughs> yeah. And you know, the episodes I write, no obstacle. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he thinks of a thing he wants, he gets it, and then he just kind of sits on a couch for Just the- enjoying that thing, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank God I got the thing. Damn. <laughs> good for me. Uh, but yeah, that's been good. And, you know, so I'm back in the mode of like uh, eating office lunches, eating mm-hmm. the Trader Joe's snacks in the break room. Back what IRL. kind of snacks are we talking? This is a real oh, snack chat. Uh, because okay. when Daniel worked in an office, what was it? it well, was- I shared office space with a sister company, which was Landmark Theaters, and the uh, because it was a theater, you know, ex- exhibitor, they would have Different vendors or whoever bring potential, you know, food items they could sell mm-hmm. theirs. And we had a a movie theater popcorn machine. Fun. Oh man! No, so you get like movie theater popcorn. He's been Snapchat. sampling <laughs> all kinds of like exotic popcorns and just having living it up snack wise and he didn't he never mentioned this to me and i felt like 
who is she? I felt like he was like had a secret life. Yeah, you're just like coming home and like patting your stomach and burping and be like, ooh, it was a good day. <laughs> yeah. Let's not tell her about that. So anyway, I'm fascinated with people's office snack situations. Well, it's been very good because I I worked over Zoom for so long. So to be back in an office, I was like, ooh, hit me with those snacks. And I'm someone who... My home has no junk food in it, and in fact, almost no fun, remotely fun food, mm. because I'm a, a overeater, snacky mm. boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, so there's just nothing. Fun. Is this a rule you set for yourself, or is someone yeah. else? Okay, that's that's yeah. the thing a lot of people do with like soda. Like, I don't keep soda in the house. Like, I can get it out, but like, I don't need it around, or I'll drink it all. Before I had a family in the good old days, yeah, I kept like I would go to the store each day for what I needed that day for this for the same. <laughs> yeah, you're like, mm. yeah. Um, but it's funny. Well, uh, speaking, of, I, I I recently became a pothead at 30, oh. 39 years old, and that's really oh, good to wow. not to not have the because uh, I would just eat like absolutely everything, and mm. so it's really funny in my home. I'll be like, oh, I got the munchies, and I look around and I'm like, mm. Mm. Mm, I've got like a carton of egg whites. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> I'm gonna make a nice tall ice water. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Like I just drink water. I have like bags of lettuce. There's simply nothing. Oh my god, fun. it sounds mm. like my refrigerator. Do you also have like some kind of not some kind of off brand milk that's not cow milk? Um, I'm I'm an oat guy. I do a lot of. So uh, then sure. that's a yes. Mm-hmm. Do you have any artificial sweetener? Yep, Splenda. Well, so, wait, you got a you got a. And then, do you happen to have? No, I'm just wondering if he has oh, all the oh, items oh, that oh. I used to keep. And then, you... do you occasionally have a can of fat-free Ready Whip that you go through in one night? No. Oh, try so, it. It's like 195 calories for the whole can. Ooh. Wait, wait, Ready Whip is that like wait, Miracle Whip, whip or whip, 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 whip cream? Oh, I would like that. Mm-hmm. That would get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that would get me it, right like this... up. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, it's like. <laughs> It's just I, sputtering. Mine is all it, every, what I ha, I always have no food, but I have so many condiments and then so many like accoutrements. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So so right. what I uh, I the other day like chili I really oils wanted, and hot sauces oh, and mustard. Sichuan chili crisp is like my big indulgence. So sometimes I'll be eating that like just with a fork. <laughs> but the other day I was like, Ooh, ha- I'm having a snack attack. I ho- I wish I had like some chips, but all I had was. The uh, the tortilla strips that you put on top of a salad. Oh, that works. It, it works, yeah. and it tastes yeah, the same really as good. chip. But you know, like a big bag of nachos is ninety nine cents. Those like a little Ziploc of those crunchers is like seven dollars for no, no reason. I just drank the whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. Um, but wait, what did I bring up? The whole oh, the office snack. Here's a mind blower. Um, uh, Trader Joe's, you know, they're just combining a lot. Like, we have this thing, and now we've dunked it in chocolate. We mm-hmm. have this thing, and now we rolled in that flavor. I had a, um, I eat a lot of the seaweed snacks. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. no carbs. Thirty calories a pack. Or Thirty something. calories. Yeah. You know, kind of tastes like you're eating sushi. That's fun. They Does now it? have. Uh, to me, okay. I, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference between the world's best sushi <laughs> and a piece of dried seaweed. Um, they've been innovating with those. You know, seaweed snacks. Now they have like the teriyaki ones and some flavors. Oh, mm. But now this mm. this one blew my mind. Tempura seaweed. What? So they took those oh, little sheets of little green paper, battered and f- deep fried them. Oh, that yeah. sounds interesting. It's like a it would it's like a vegetarian pork rind almost, and it is so good. And but I highly recommend it. Do they come in these little packs or is no? It's like just a, a big. Bag. It's, a, it's just a bag like like pork rinds or something. Oh Man, it's so God. airy. All yeah, of it. yeah. Mm. It's it's uh, it's all crunch, no munch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now, now that you're a pothead at 39, isn't yeah. that frustrating though? When you get the. Uh, 
Yeah. No, <laughs> when I'm in the house. Yeah, but I, I just need to because I've I realized that I didn't really know what the munchies. <laughs> I didn't know that I would be a bottomless pit. I thought <laughs> I thought I would be like, ooh, that's a good bite of food. But I didn't know that I could eat like. 20 yep. meals worth of food yep. and that's i could probably have like twenty thousand calories if i just let myself Tim, go nuts that's why you get the family size cheez-its and the goldfish that come in what look like a giant carton milk carton i would take down that whole carton i plow through those things. <laughs> when we, we and jeff when we used to live together he always had those big cartons of goldfish and i and you were always like yeah help yourself help yourself it was like on the coffee table for everyone and i remember <laughs> yeah, serving, my, serving myself so many of them that i, I would Hold one. I would cup one hand on my chest so that I could pour that many. Yeah, <laughs> that many. So it would be like a, a giant mound. I'm like, I'm like Jeff said, I gotta have it. <laughs> um. Uh, oh. oh go, no, you go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say that I do a similar thing with not wanting snacks in the house because mm-hmm. once they're there, it's all I think about, and I'm mm-hmm. just gonna eat them all. And you'll do it instead and, of eating real food is the problem. Yeah, but then during like the height of COVID, my weed intake also went up. A lot because sure I'm bored and yeah. that it also like helps me sleep, but I'd get very munchy and I wouldn't have <laughs> snacks. And the fact that I have any money now at all is shocking because I would end up like every night paying like forty five dollars to get a <laughs> pint of ice cream delivered because I couldn't drive anywhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, not not great. I had a major ice cream innovation, which was um, I got two pints of ice cream, Cherry Garcia, one of my faves, and then a Reese's peanut butter cup ice cream where the the Ice cream itself is peanut butter, mm. and, and I, I scoop- and it has little peanut butter cups in it too, as well. Oh, is it branded? Wow. Yeah, Reese. Oh, it was, it was like uh, Briars Reese's okay. peanut butter cup ice cream, but in a bowl, the cherry Garcia and the peanut butter. It did kind of a PB and J. Hold on, you had another hack oh. where you used to take a cherry Garcia or something, core it out. Uh-huh. And pour whiskey, whiskey <laughs> down the middle, oh, down the that. middle, and I would let it get a little melty and then drink it. Oh, Wait, like an alcoholic <laughs> ice cream. How is that? It's so good. It sounds is so, there a whiskey? Is there a whiskey drink that has like cream in it? Um, uh, not that I can think of. Shit, there's so many drinks with. There's lots of creamy drinks, creamy. but they tend to not They're be not whiskey based. Whiskeyish, yeah. Well, no, coquitos or rum, right? Well, that's maybe right, an Irish right. coffee, right? Has cream in it doesn't it and that's whiskey it could. Damn. Could. but i re- my big one is i do vanilla ice cream with di serono on top oh, amaretto yeah oh it's so good. di serono has been a real discovery for me on the pod crazy like just throwing that kind of on everything half di serono half peaty scotch gotcha. delight uh is called a godfather, godfather. Oh. and man it's that's really yeah. fucking good it's, what are the big discoveries is that that's a big one i gotta say lately uh springtime the bramble we've been on this tear of like Ginny bright drinks that all tend to have lemon, tend to have either blackberry or raspberry. The the bell of the ball is bramble. Bramble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's truly uh uh I don't know the proportions, but it's gin, lemon juice, little simple syrup, and and you top it with either Chambord, which is very common. You've seen mm-hmm. those. Yeah. It's like a little yeah. purple ball. Or uh creme de mour is what you're supposed to use. And what it what flavor is that? A blackberry. That sounds that's, so good. Sounds yeah, and, really and, and they're like really very refreshing and great. W- once we discovered that on the pod, I've 
made 20 of them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just like, that's a standard around the house. It also helps a lot. Like our home bars are so weird. Cause now after you, that creme de more blackberry no, liqueur, like, you have a whole like a wine of, bottle yeah, full of this and stuff. It's like, this drink has maybe like five milliliters. Of that stuff <laughs> yeah. In it. But it's a star so, of the show for the brambles. So yeah. now you get to make a hundred brambles. Uh, that's I, I have. I'm always like when I, I'm like, I'm in the mood for a drink and I look, I'm like, I'm out of vodka. I'm out of whiskey. Uh, I'm out of tequila, but I have 400 weird syrupy <laughs> yes. things. Weird Amaros and weird yeah. liqueurs. Now, how does your wife feel about you keeping nothing in the house? She's on board too because she. we're just like, if we're eating dinner, I feel like if I'm eating food and I'm enjoying it, I eat whatever I want. Mm-hmm. you know. And like I'm crazy for pizza and I'm a, a foodie guy. And I don't even like really restrict myself if I'm like at a restaurant, but it's just in the house. We would just be like... <laughs> You know, they can't be a cookie. If there's a cookie in my home, yeah, it's gonna get you. <laughs> okay, because Dan, so you guys are similar in that way. Yeah, because Daniel and I are—I've never met someone less like. You're out how of would step. I put it? Yeah, yeah we're, we're not because we're I'm more like what what like I I resonated very deeply with what Tony just said about like if there's something delicious in the house, like it's on his mind mm-hmm. and he knows. Daniel, I forget. He for he. <laughs> I had, had like flan a in the fridge for a, a week that yeah. I forgot about. I just did not know like a whole huge flan. A map in my head of like every delicious thing in the house. And when you have kids, there's so much stuff. Of course. Um, but Daniel will instantly forget, and he's just like not. You I mean, your it's things, not that I don't enjoy it. I just I'm not. I don't have a constant. It. I'm not walking around with a constant map of the a snack of map the, of the treats yeah. in the yeah. house. Like when's like, that going to get eaten? Yeah. Is it by me or someone else? Yeah. yeah, and so I forget, and then it'll be like, oh, it went bad. And it's like, damn it, I wanted to eat that thing. And yeah. I forgot. I I have I have the constant map, and it, it's also a geographical. Like driving here, I was like, okay, there's prime pizza, there's Pinocchios, right. there's Portos. Like uh, if, even just anywhere yeah. I am in the world. I'm always thinking of the food options that I'm not truly eat. great guy to tour with. Tim. <laughs> Honestly, because we'll it's a great way to see America is you, you go around and basically you have a day or two in each city. So you only have what, like three real meals tops. Mm-hmm. You got like you got like one or two in a lot of cases. Yeah. And and as we're like cruising into a city, Tim will instinctually be like, OK, we want great barbecue or you want this like really good <laughs> Pizza right by the venue, like yeah. column A or column B. But it, it's we've never had like a wasted meal. We've never just no. resorted to like, oh, let's just do Subway because we're. Oh, I can't stuck. do Subway. If we're on tour, no Subway. No, That's not a good either. way to be like on tour. Just say we're not going to do any of those chain places. It's then all, you're going to get the local. All destination yeah. food yeah. pretty much. Because I get set. I can't. We we were driving to Portland and we stopped at Wendy's and we ate and I had like a it bad sucked. I had a bad you want if you're if I'm eating uh, fast food I'm like this is an indulgence it be it should be so good yeah. but we went to a bad Wendy's and had a bad meal yeah. and like I was in a bad mood the yeah. rest of the day and I'm a Wendy's <laughs> defender I mean it was yeah. probably my choice I, I like Wendy's a lot Wendy's. Yeah. but um yeah that's tough it's a bummer East Coast Wendy's is somehow better I don't hmm. know why I've never is. been I've I don't I don't even know Wendy's menu very well do they well. still do the baked potato yeah yeah, I think Hanford did one. It's so instead of getting fries, you can get you, you know how at McDonald's it's like you can get fries or apple slices, and nobody mm-hmm. gets the apple slices at Wendy's. You can get uh, either like chili or a baked potato. Oh, yeah, the chili. Wow. Like they have this weird ranch, uh, country living vibe. Uh, uh, Wendy's used to have like in the nineties. In my Wendy's, there was like. A, a buffet with like oh, yeah, ambrosia yeah. Like, <laughs> like big like, beautiful yeah. dining rooms oh my God, like it looked sounds... like a fern bar uh, yeah like was like... it a baked potato bar like you could decorate your baked potato no bar. that would be fun they didn't do that no <laughs> a missed mind, opportunity don't they usually have salad bars 
Yeah. Am I making Maybe it, it was the salad bar. Because Carl's had... Jr. also had salad bars. Really? They, really? they used to. They used to. I don't. Foot inside of a Carl's Oh, you're Jr. missing out. It's very yellow. <laughs> I like Carl's. Me yeah. too. That was, uh, we used to live on uh, Fredonia Drive up by like Universal City. What would you call it? Universal yeah. City. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were right by In-N-Out and I would always try that first and the line would be huge. Mm-hmm. But there's also a Carl's Jr. right there. And I would always go, I guess I'll just get Carl's. But it was never truly sad. I would, I would always, <laughs> like this was back when they were really innovating with like, we're doing the cheesesteak burger. Yeah. We're doing yeah. The, the jalapeno turkey burger. It, they always had some like cool innovation. And it was like, it's not, it's not really a step down. I just love in and out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, it's good. Carl's had that funny thing where when we first got to LA and we lived by one, their burger, they were calling it like ironically the $6 burger. Yeah, right. Because it was only $3 it or was whatever. Like, it's a restaurant, it's a restaurant quality, quality burger. burger. Like you pay six bucks for it. <laughs> and then slowly, like with inflation, inflation just... that price hit six. Yeah. And then now it's like an $8 burger that's called the thick burger because they just like, yeah, yeah. overdid it. Oh, like let's stop renaming this burger. <laughs> right. As, as the economy fucking tanks. <laughs> Okay, so now we know what's going on with Tim. Yes. Snacks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm snacking. And I sort of weighed in on snacks. Yeah. What's going on with Jeff? Ugh, in life? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Shit. What's the latest? <laughs> what's the latest Jeff news? I don't know. I'm, I'm wrapping up this short I shot with Mookie Blakelock, friend, mm-hmm. friend of the pod. I've seen the an early basketball cut. player? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> that's Mookie Blaylock. Mookie Blaylock. And this is, a, that's why Mookie is nicknamed yes. Mookie. Okay. But, but it's like since he was a kid, they call him that. Um, we shot a short about like an, uh, an asshole celebrity chef who wants a fourth Michelin star. <laughs> and there, there's, there's only three. And um, we shot that about a year ago and it's like finally edited and we're, we're going to try and take it out. But also we want to show the people who worked on it and our friends. So we're going to try and throw together a screening somewhere. That's the thing I got to deal with when I go home. Mm. Oh, um, fun. Yeah. It's great. I've seen it. It's a laugh riot. Hey, who pl- who plays great. the chef? Mookie. He wrote Not it for- Not the basketball player. Right. He no. wrote it for himself and it was at a company and- uh, they were really excited about it and they were like, well, let's try and get Paul Rudd or let's try and get Adam Scott. And then, you know, he was down and then like everything else, it stalled. And during COVID, he said, Jeff, I really just want to do this myself. I don't know how to do it. And he gave me the pilot script and it was really funny. And I was like, I can't do 30 pages, but if you do a 15 minute version of this, we'll go shoot it. Well, you, you can be in it, what you wanted this whole time. Yeah. And so ideally, you know, we get to do more of it somewhere. I think you should have got Paul Rudd. Damn. Just take Mookie's script and then, <laughs> Rudd, you're in. That's true. Damn. <laughs> so you, I know this from watching the making of where Mitch broke his arm. You directed a lot of birthday boy sketches, yeah, right? Yeah, b- about half of it. And uh, then, yeah. do, do, now, do you guys all direct or you're the main director guy? It's Chris Van Artsdalen and myself. And then also because Bob was there, he had like... A good handful. Mm-hmm. My my uh, w- uh, filmography as a director is that one time, like eight years ago, an indie rock band reached out to me and was like, "Want to direct our music video?" And I was like, "Me? <laughs> All right." And I and I I did pre production and I storyboarded. And I was like, "I'm a director." And the night before the shoot, the the label canceled the shoot. Oh no! Yeah. Oh. So the, the whole thing just got pulled, and I haven't gotten behind the lens since. <laughs> Damn. So what was that like doing, like being in front and behind the camera? Oh, on Birthday Boys? Mm-hmm. Uh, stressful. Um, I, well, funny story. We had a big party, a big messy backyard party when we sold the show. And our producer friend, Mike, 
brought Ben Stiller to the house. Oh, wow. And so like at 4 p.m. coming home from the airport, they agreed like, yeah, you know, we're just going to like swing by and Ben Stiller will say hi to the guys and we took a picture or whatever. And then the sloppy boys were playing in the backyard. It's like there there were like loose floorboards on the deck. Like it was a dangerous (laughs) place for a guy like Ben Stiller to be. But And and, uh, one of the things I asked him was just like, how do you direct and then like act at the same time? And whatever his answer was, it just lets you know like, it's a it's planets away from what we were doing. Like (laughs) he was like, well, you know, we have stand-ins and we have like, you know, we're doing two pages a day. It's was like nothing like our experience, Mm -hmm. but um, I don't know. It was, it was really fun to a get to direct it, but then, uh, you know, acting, it's nice to tell your friends what to do all day. (laughs) I noticed when Jeff is directing a scene that he's also in, He's kind of telling the cameraman, like, hey, zoom in on me a little bit more. Yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> you hey, guys, a little more, back up a little bit. <laughs> have a little more light on yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Where's a little twinkle in my eye? <laughs> this is going to be good. <laughs> a little Vaseline on the lens. <laughs> Just for his shots. Yeah. Ooh la la. But and now this is normally a question I would ask on a Monday show, which is more interviewee than, and less snacky. But I am curious, like, how did you become a director? Uh, doing birthday boys, truly. Or I don't know. I went. Yeah, to, I mean, like, you went to film school. Yeah, Ithaca I don't know, film school. You got a film degree. Yeah, that's true. Okay. And philosophy minor. Don't forget. Really? To back up my uh, equally useless. That's why production. birthday boys is so thoughtful. Yes. 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 Uh, but then you know when we got to UCB, I was sort of, and Chris and I were like the Final Cut Pro guys. And everybody else sort of found their specializations. We all kind of did everything, everybody sort of acting and writing. But like, you know, Tim wrote a shitload and he got very good at that. And Chris and I spent a lot of time in Final Cut and with cameras. So we got really good at that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. Which we, guy didn't pull his own weight? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't think anyone pulled their weight. Really. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we tried. No weight was being pulled. A, a funny skill before we got to the TV show when we were just at UCB doing tons of shows. Jeff's skill that he got really good at was he always made our props for the live show. Oh, that was a blast. And so like we'd write a prop where someone needed to like have a giant pen. And then, oh, yeah. And then Jeff would be like building a giant pen for a week for a sketch. And here was a real clever move. This giant pen for the little clip on the pen, mm-hmm. he took the handle off our fridge. <laughs> and I, it was oh, perfect. Yeah. It was That's like perfect. brilliant. It looks it was, fucking oh, great. Yeah. And then also it was so nice to be in a, like a big stupid dude house full of like comedy dudes that like nobody bl- batted an eye. <laughs> no, we were like, like yeah, it. just yeah. like unscrewing the fucking freezer door <laughs> handle because it's I was like, oh, it looks perfect. <laughs> spray paint it silver and you put it on like a big uh, cardboard tube and there's your pen it was amazing um but it was that was also a fun time to um have to run to hardware stores and uh i don't know at one point i made a an alien marionette oh yeah out of like foam and like i took a turkey knife you know like the electric turkey knife oh yeah and i went up to the foam store and i got blocks of foam and i just sort of cut the basic shapes of like an an alien i forget (laughs) what this was for it was not it was not anything too substantial. Well, I think it was a sketch called Weird Air. <laughs> <But like, laughs> it was like, you know, in it the wasn't end, original. When you, saw the, <laughs> you know, in the end of AI, it's like, it's I like, seen it, but I, a, wait, is that with Haley Joe? Yeah. It's like, it's I like read about it. Sort of a, a Haley Joe, a new age, like Pinocchio terrible. <laughs> Haley Joe. Get in here, Haley to Joe. Me, he's Haley Joe. I know some people prefer Haley Joe Osmond, but to but, me, he's or Haley, Haley Joe. Joel Osmond. I think I, I tried to say Joel. You tried to. But but like, (laughs) we had some stupid sketch, and then an alien came down and explained the moral at the end of the sketch. It was like like a Deus Ex Machina. um, But I was in this great rhythm of 
every weekend for the show coming up on the begin at the top of the month. I would get a big Starbucks coffee Ooh. and smoke a little bit of weed Ooh. and then go to like three different hardware stores. Oh, fun. And know that anything I bought would be splitting six ways. And nothing is expensive when you split <laughs> yeah, it six true. ways. You can buy anything you want. Yeah. So that's how you get like an alien marionette on the cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Just split it six ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so you guys are able to smoke pot and like do stuff. Because it's been many years since I smoked pot, but I was... I just get locked in. I could, uh, I I could walk around and like look at things looking different. Are you anti- <laughs> I'm antisocial. I've learned I, I just don't do it at parties anymore. It's like video games, movies, or one or two friends. That's perfect. And, and I just, I'm way less on it. I, I yeah. mean, I just made this mistake. I, I got bold. I was thinking like, hey, I'm a grade A stoner now. Maybe I could be stoned <laughs> socially. And I was out at a bar with some friends and I ate uh, like a Camino, an edible that was like five milligrams, very mm-hmm. chill el- edible. And I was like, I'm feeling good. Maybe I'll have a second one. And then I the second oh, one. Jesus. And then silence. <laughs> and, and and more friends came and met up. And I didn't say hi to my friends. <laughs> and I didn't talk. And I sat there and it was, like, it was like a table, like six people. And you know, like when there'd be like people are talking, there's like a lull in conversation. I just like made no effort to to – initiate conversation but anytime there was a lull i would laugh because i thought it was funny that there was a lull so i was just like by myself in the corner and be like <laughs> oh god so i haven't i haven't ventured back out in public uh but a little a little walk around kind of a toasty hike is fun uh 10 milligrams i believe daniel is the strength daniel acts we i was doing my show up we were doing Real the show shoot. at bumper shoot and Daniel accidentally ate a pot cookie because he was hungry. Oh, and there was a cookie. Was the and, ass. Yeah, he got dosed. He said to me, oh. he was like, "That cookie tasted weird. Like there was like lavender in it or something." And uh, so then I, I, one of those lavender cookies. <laughs> well, you don't know. You know, sometimes yeah, like, some of that like, green I think they were like actually man. like that cookie tasted gross. Um, yeah, it wasn't and good. yeah, and so then I was curious what was in it later when I saw the wrapper in the trash. I had been on my phone for an hour. I I came in and I'm like, Daniel, that wasn't lavender, that was I THC, just, and I, and I showed up. him the label, and he was. I, I looked he was up. I, n- no, no longer on the same plane. No, of reality I looked up and I, there was like sitar music in the air. Man, they gotta figure out. I don't like baked goods, or maybe they, maybe there's been advancements in baked goods, but I feel like, especially in high school and college, they'd be like, "Try this cookie, man," mm-hmm. and they would hand you a wet blob. It's like <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. all like the oil, the weed oil does not synthesize into the baked good. Right. No, it gets when, into the butter. No, though. but I think they found a way say. to do it now. Like, it's like extra buttery, but like yeah. it's so gross to have some stoner like give you a pinch of like wet brownie. <laughs> right. Like there you go, man. It's it's always been the most unappetizing thing. Like, dry that shit out. It's in there, but like, you got to dehumidify this shit before you put it on the market. Yeah. I hope they fixed it. I feel like I heard something from Sarah Silverman about like some. There's something that uh, they have that emulsifies. Is that right? Oh, yeah, that sounds right. Term, and it, like, it, yeah, they can bake better with it. Or something. I, speaking of, I used to work with Sarah, but I haven't talked to her in a long time. And recently, I. I it was high, and I smoked a pipe, and I burnt my throat because I I inhaled too hard because oh, no. I'm a noob. Did you and pull through like a little ember? I I pulled like like from the lighter, the whole flame went down oh. into my oh, stomach. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so I burnt my throat, and I was ah. uh, I was hanging out with our, my friend yeah. Ben. I was in Arizona on a pot smoking <laughs> vacation. Oh my god! I uh, must find out more details. Go ahead, and then but I, I, I follow up. Then I uh, was, I was like, man, I burnt my throat. I can't believe it. And I, I texted Sarah Silverman. I burnt my throat. 
<laughs> no reason to text Sarah Silverman other than I know she smokes weed. But did and she know how you how you like? Was it? She's clear like, what happened? And I was like, smoke weed. And she's like, oh, poor baby. And I was like, I maybe she is sort of like a motherly figure, and she used to be my boss. Yeah. And I know she smokes weed. And I, I, there's a lot of people I could have texted or I could have talked to the guy I was smoking with, but I was like, I burnt my throat. How did you become this grade A pot smoking noob? Hard work and determination. Yeah, every day one foot in front of the other. Um, I just ch- kind of just, it's always frustrated me. I would say until this year, I would maybe smoked weed like 20 times and hated it 17 of those times. Mm-hmm. But those so three. So you thought I'm going to, I got to really buckle down. Well, I, I was like, those three times were fun. Mm. And I, and just my lifestyle, like I'm a comedy writer and I, I wish I could just like watch cartoons and giggle. And I, I, I listen to the Grateful Dead. <laughs> like I have a, a lifestyle that you would think would sync mm-hmm. up with it. So. I don't know. Maybe it was subconsciously 40th birthday coming up and, and, uh, and being like, uh, this is a, a bucket list item I haven't conquered <laughs> and I'm, I'm trying to conquer. I'm not there yet. I mean, I still, I, I've, I said, I think that even when I'm having a fun time, it's like 13% dread. Like I'm still scared mm. and, of what? Uh, of, whatever's on my mind at that time okay. the other day it was it'll, it'll find whatever <laughs> it'll find whatever form right it'll find whatever form. yeah it if just I has a, to be 13 percent. yeah so. it, it, whatever i can be paranoid about I'll be paranoid about but like if i if i can keep it at 13 percent, i'm fine but but yeah the other night it got uh, got up to about 77 percent. oh no 77 I, and i laid in bed and i was afraid that i was that like satan was mad at me <laughs> Well, he might be. You don't frequently guy. Now, do you try to keep? Do you try to keep him on your good side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like to think things are at least copacetic. I, I do think that stoners are like unfairly, or like they're not realistically portrayed in the media. Like, right. I, I think for a long time growing up, it was like Michelangelo from Ninja Turtles, or like Spicoli from yeah. from Fast Times, or like even Beavis and Butthead sort of have like a mm-hmm. like a couch stonery dude. But I think that Shaggy from Scooby Doo is like oh. the only realistic portrayal of oh, like yeah. a guy yeah. who's like, oh no, he's man. creeped out. Yeah. yeah, it's just like the paranoid stoner is. I never thought of it. It's oh. just like the the kid like party dude uh, stoner archetype is always like a carefree surfer yeah. party pizza guy, right. and I find that like at least later in life, like it's less and less that. Mm-hmm. It's definitely more like. Yeah. Fear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm definitely a shaggy. Like the fear and loathing. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know what? It's not fair to those of us who yeah. get paranoid. You know, mm-hmm. this representation. We <laughs> were made to feel like something's wrong with us. Yeah. That's how I, I yeah, it, that was part of my motivator, though. I was like, why is there something wrong with me? What's the deal? But I mean, I think, like, yeah, lots of people have, have that experience, but I just, it's about kind of, I would just want to like learn more on how I react. Like, I like smoking a joint because I'm in control mm-hmm. and I can be a little puff. Wait 15 minutes. Well, you know, a little one up. The edibles are kind of scary because I'm locked in. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. It's like, and that's like a depth charge, yeah. like a time release thing. It goes down and you're like, well, it hasn't exploded yet. Right. Like, like what, are, what are those torpedoes that are like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely, I mean, I'm where you, I, I haven't gotten to the point where it's like, no, I'm going to get over this and become like a dedicated stoner. <laughs> but you probably shouldn't. You don't, it's, it's not really a good journey. I'm on. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes you just want to take that edge. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I, I remember back in the day when I was more of a carefree lifestyle and I smoked and all my friends were going out to party and I was just like, nope, because if I move from this spot, 
Couch I'm lock. going to die. Oh, oh. <laughs> and so, and I was at my friend's house. They were like, well, we're going. I'm like, okay, but I can't leave. And I just stayed there all night, just in that spot. <laughs> you guys go, moving. I'll watch the house. Yeah, what fun. What fun. Yes. If you would have left that spot, I think Satan would have been mad at you. <laughs> well, I, at one point, I was convinced that I had seen out of the corner of my eye the Grim Reaper come into the house. <laughs> I was just like, it was a full-on yeah. psychotic break. <laughs> and I just was like, I don't why I don't want to do that. Yeah. I want to be out having fun. It's funny though. I'm like that too, where it's like, well, how, why is marijuana like LSD for yes. us? Like, why am I seeing the Grim Reaper? Because it's not like that for you. <laughs> yeah. You're having fun. Yeah. I, like, I think that has to do with just smoking too much. Honestly, though, I think no, it is. but it was also the strain. Like, I think that this shit just got out of control, and they were just engineering these strains that were just. But you don't think that there's more? Because I, mean, I also from college have a story where like everyone was. I, I don't know. I saw. I you saw definitely an, an like. I didn't see the Grim Reaper or Satan, but <laughs> I do feel like I was hallucinating, and I was like, that was unlike anything else. I think it was a lot of people thought that some, you know, some pot that was laced hit the campus. Now I don't know if that's actually Ooh. true or not, um, but it was an unpleasant experience. But I feel like now it pots like way stronger. Right? I mean, I think it is. Or maybe it's more controlled. But sometimes I wonder, too, if it's just like some people's brain chemistry, it just hits them just right. Yeah. And some of, them, some of us are just too wound up or something. I don't know. Do you find that strains are actually that different, though, distinct? Because I like, feel like... I don't. Like sativa and indica? Or you mean within... It's, or you, yeah. mean, you mean like, oh, this is like Pineapple Express. Yeah. Yeah, I guess like... Pineapple Express, but because that that has its own sort of uh, balance of THC and CBD, and then indica. Okay, there's indica and sativa, and then CBD is in the mix, and that does, that's a whole other mm-hmm. yeah. ingredient. But I kind of feel like at at my advanced stage, weed just kind of makes me hungry and tired. Yep, mm-hmm. I've yeah, skipped. I've skipped the giddy, imaginative. I yeah, I miss the laughter. I, I haven't had that since me college. Too. Like, you bring the laughter I will back. still get the laugh. Like, <laughs> I got friends who are like starting their weed journeys now, and I'm jealous of where Guys, they're at. Like what drug will yeah. bring the laughter back? Let's find it. <laughs> mushrooms. <laughs> mushrooms? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Actually, some mushrooms. Allie Ward, um, who her episode. Mycology? So this, okay. Uh, no, not, a, not an ology. She was on my show. Um, the, it'll air Monday. This one that we're recording right now will air Thursday. But um, she did a bunch of mushrooms at once. Three and a half grams, which she was saying is a lot. Okay. Um, her psychiatrist recommended it actually, and said that like there's these studies that have been done that it like really can help. Where I gotta get it. I know it really can help with depression. Um, and she had this amazing, really like healing therapeutic experience with it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I've never. I never have. But I I'm recommend. so curious about it. Um, yeah. I'm not, I'm not as as schooled, but I've had several uh, incredible experiences. No one's like addicted to mushrooms, right? You know what I mean. No one's like doing them every I day. I just saw on Instagram today. Uh, there's an article on Romper, which is like a parenting site, um, and it was like, uh, you know, goodbye wine moms, hello shroom moms, what? or something. Woo. Damn! <laughs> wow. I don't know about doing mushrooms with the boys. Around. No, that sounds. No, that sounds awful for all parties. <laughs> I just, although maybe it would make because no. I mean, it seems irresponsible. I, I'm. I'm really over child care <laughs> i'm like over He's it over our children i'm over it well they're fine i love them i don't really want to play with them anymore <laughs> it's just i'm just it's a it's little a it's lot. relentless it's a fucking lot it does it seems that relentless like uh, as someone who doesn't have kids when i 
see, like if I hang out with somebody with kids or like a, a niece or nephew or something, I'm like, I love to play with a kid. It's so fun. And then I'm just like, whoa, this is never going to check the box for this little dude. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like, it's an unending. You know, like I picked yeah. up that toy and I did the voice and I picked up that toy and I did the voice, but he could just watch infinity toys with infinity voices. And you're like, so why bother? Because it's never <laughs> yeah. like, he's never going to be like, thanks uncle Tim. You did a good job. It'll just be like, no, do this one. No, do this. one. Oh, it gets so much worse because it's like, if you do something fun, like let's say there's a, uh, you put him to bed and you do a new thing that's fun. Yeah. Uh, get ready because you're going to have to do that thing now every night <laughs> forever. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so you get punished for being a great dad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you got to be a worse dad. No, nope, yeah. don't do anything. You got to eat more mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. But it was yes. they, that's what they tell you at a job. Like, don't be too good at anything mm-hmm. you don't want to do more of in life. There you go. Don't be too good at anything. At all. I don't think I ever, I am always the person who's like, I'm going to come in and I'm going to show them how great I am and they're going to love me and I'm just going to be like, I've never like tempered my anything. One piece of advice. Until the burnout sets in and then eventually I'm like on my way out. But one thing in a job I've noticed, which is uh, if it's a job where you could move up, don't be so good. It's like you got to ride that line. You want to be good enough to move up but not so good at something specific that they never want to move you out of it. You're indisposable. Right. right. Because then they're like, oh, we can't afford to have that person not do that because they're so good at it. Yeah. So yeah, there is. There's... When, when we were at UCB cutting our teeth, trying to get a TV show, Hanford and I worked as PAs at like a graphics company mm-hmm. and we tried to not move up, period. <laughs> like the idea was just like, you know, they would ask us, hey, do you guys want to learn how to archive? Hey, do you want to learn how to do the website? And Hanford would stand his ground and just look this motherfucker dead in the eyes and say no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, didn't, I didn't have the balls. I would just be like, yeah, I could do the website. And then Hanford, it was just so funny watching him be like, no. Never like they've like, never oh, had a okay. PA be like, okay, I guess we'll find someone else to do it. I'm doing like, what I want to do. Like shit rolls downhill. Yeah. This is the bottom of the hill, yeah. and this guy says no. <laughs> That's hilarious. I, I, when I, I worked at my dad's pizzeria when I was a teenager, and I was like, first I was a dishwasher, and then I became a cook. And then I remember one summer I came home from college, and, and I was going to be like, my summer job was going to be working for my dad again. And uh, I was like, can I be a dishwasher again? And he's like, <laughs> but I promoted you to a cook, and you're really good at it. I was like, yeah, but it's fun to just like chill out, wash the dishes, put on some classic rock radio. We're not even smoking weed. Yet. Yeah, I just know. Dazed out, like, can I just disassociate? Yeah. And fucking. And he was so perplexed because he was like, "My dad, it's, same it's less money. It's like a lot less money. You know, it's like five dollars less oh, an God. hour." And I was like, "I don't care." To explain to a dad that you're not motivated by money <laughs> yeah. is a is yeah. difficult. And I'm task. sure in that moment he thought like he could have thought that he was going to be giving me this business, and I was like, "I think this boy is weird. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be a dishwasher." Oh no. Do you have other siblings that could assume the mantle? They, none of us did. All of us worked there, and then we all went to college for different things and then did our own thing. And then my dad eventually just like sold the business. Mm-hmm. So so it's gone. But nobody did it, especially Greek family, you would think, with generations, you yeah. know, uh, but it just wasn't really. I wanted to be a little sort of one and boy. done. One and done with the cowpack. <laughs> I mean, I would still wash dishes if that was available. <laughs> what was the name I, of the restaurant? Uh, it was Winchell's Pizza in Showcan, New York. We also had Woodstock Pizza in Woodstock. Fantastic, really good place. So much fun. Like my friends worked there, and I'd work with my brother and sister, and we had all these like games. I think part of the reason I wanted to be hidden in the back room is like 
we'd play the, uh, have the radio on and it would be like a name that tune. Like whoever could say the name of the song first. And then we had a chalkboard where we would like keep a tally of who over the course of a summer, it'd be like Tim got like 4,000 songs <laughs> <laughs> and, and like we, we had all these like fun games. It was a very fun place, but I just like, I couldn't deal with customers. I couldn't when I, I like cooking, but like I would have dreams where I was seeing the grill and being like, I got to flip that burger. Mm-hmm. Those, those fries got to come out of the, mm-hmm. the oil those wings got to go down into the oil. And I, and I was just like, it was, I tried too hard. You know, I couldn't just sort of check out, but on dishes I could check out. Yeah. I, I, uh, my parents ran a ice cream and chocolate factory for Ooh. a handful of years. What now, was that called? It was called Keller house, H A U S, but now they got out the game. Okay. They're, they're not doing that anymore. But, uh, the topping bar for ice cream is also functioned as a topping bar for waffle breakfast. And so Mm. I would cook the breakfast on Sundays at this for like two different summers, but same deal. Here's the thing, Tim, did you ever cook up some extra stuff and then eat it in the walk-in fridge? I always (laughs) cooked up extra stuff. I always, and you know, here's my big hack. We had beers on tap. Oh, and at the end of the night I was allowed to have a beer. Like, you know, once I was like of that age and I'd be like, I'm going to have a, a, a Labatt blue at the end of the night and I want to get drunk off that beer, so I'm not going to drink water for a whole shift. <laughs> and I would be in the back you room. You biohacking. <laughs> it was like 120 degrees, and I'm wearing a chef coat, and I'm not drinking water. And then I would chug a Labatt as fast as I could and yeah. be like, Glue. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and it was so fun. <laughs> Damn, that's good. That is amazing. Yeah. Wow, your families were both in the food services. Yeah. 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 Um, my parents were only there for like 10 years. <laughs> That seems like enough. Yeah. They did a cute thing where they had like corporate jobs and then decided to quit. Them oh, and, that's know. sweet. Yeah. My dad was like, oh, uh, I w- always wanted to run a company and your mom and I found a business about an hour north of the house. So we're going to sell the house and we're going to live up there and work there. Mm. So when I went home for Christmas, I went to a candy factory oh, wow. and they lived upstairs in, oh, like, in like a two bedroom apartment. Did it really smell it's amazing. sitcom. Yeah. And like, if you told me as a kid, like, you're going to go home for Christmas and you get to eat whatever candy you want, I would shit my fucking pants. <laughs> and like, I did, I did not care. As, as, I mean, right. like, yeah. we got a lot, when we lived candy. together, he brought so much candy into the house and it was so fun. We had these, those, uh, what are those toffees, chocolate covered toffee with like, yeah, uh, like almond butter toffee. Mm-hmm. So good. But like, uh, my dad and I are not turned on by chocolate so much, whereas my sister and my mom, like battled their personal demons every day <laughs> working in that place. And my dad and I would be like, yeah, I like ice cream once in a while. It's fine. <laughs> that is hilarious. Um, what's going on with Manders? Okay. So Manders uh, was my Twitter name briefly. I didn't know what the word meant. I didn't have <laughs> oh, a plan. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's gone. Who so, are you now? Um, right now I'm just like a smiley face emoji. And I, but then I tweeted a poem about soup. So I changed it. I changed it to viral. <laughs> viral soup. Poems? It was viral food poems. Mm. I think, so I think I'm cur- currently viral food poems, but I only wrote one. And it was um, <laughs> soup, soup, the drippy wet food. <laughs> and I went from there. <laughs> That's all you remember? Uh, it's something probably that rhymed with food. See, this is why I'm not a poet. I got to get out of the game. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> dude, yeah. Tony, can you look it up, please? I was, I was typing. I mean, what am I looking at? Oh, so Twitter.com slash Tim Kelpakis and find my soup poem. 
Okay. You're sort of ripping off Beans Beans the Magical Fruit. I guess know? so, yeah. Well, maybe I was inspired by that. Yeah, but, you no, know, I'm sorry, inspired. About, so wait, if your handle now is uh, Viral Food Poems, but they go back in your history, there's going to be some, <laughs> I know. some very strange Beverly. poems. That's, that's a big problem for me is, yeah, I've done like horny housewife characters and stuff, and then I switch back to my normal name when I want to like promote something <laughs> for work. Yeah, yeah. And then you scroll back and you're just like, like these don't I make can't sense. wait to see my husband's ass tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter should let you... Okay, like that tweet would be like set in stone as Linda Underwear, right. and then like yeah. maybe yeah. your handle stays the same, but then your bold name yeah, can and change and, the yeah. and keep the have. profile pic. So these yeah. things make fucking sense. Yeah, Elon. Yeah, Elon, oh, you want to yeah. improve? He's friggin- got bigger problems, man. Jeez. Yeah. Did you find it? I did. Okay, let's hear it. Soup, soup, the drippy wet food, <laughs> eaten by chicks. But also by dudes. I called it. <laughs> and I'll, I enjoy that uh, later that same day, I tweeted his own reply. Did everybody see this? <laughs> well, you got to get the word out. Yeah, that's good PR. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> everybody. You teach a class on going viral. <laughs> I love that when people, like, when you have a tweet and it, like, only does okay, but you're like, I'm going to leave this one up just in case. Yeah, we'll just, see what happens. I have a funny thing, that, like, because I'm writing on this Comedy Central show right now. I've never really experienced this at a job, but they, the marketing is really good. So every, like, if there's a show day, through my reps, I'll get like an email from the network that's like, hey, Tim, here's all like the video assets and the oh, stuff we'd love great. for you to tweet. And oh it's really helpful. And it has like the 15 second funny joke from that night's episode. And then they, they check up to like make sure that I'm promoting the show and I'm happy to promote That's the great. Show. But it's, I, I'm like, they a welcome know, change. But they also don't know like what weirdos follow me and what right. I normally do in this. So when there is a very straightforward like, <laughs> New episode tonight. Check it out. Hashtag Comedy Central. <laughs> but like between all these like weird ass soup poems and stuff. <laughs> it's a mess. Um, let's say hello and welcome to the new patrons. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there. We start to be new patrons. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Hello and welcome to Kelly L. Zepp. And hello and welcome to Thomas Bona who uh, subscribed... <laughs> At the annual level. I guess that doesn't really make sense. What I mean to say is opted for an annual subscription. Um, hello and welcome. I hope you're enjoying all the stuff. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. I also want to tell you guys, um, I have a new podcast with Todd Perry with whom I did Upworthy Weekly. It is called Allison and Todd After Hours. Uh, and if you are interested in that, it's patreon.com slash Allison and Todd. Patreon.com slash Allison and Todd. Patreon. On that one, there's just one level, $2. You can't afford not to unless you don't want to. Do you guys have any just me or everyone's per chance? Oh, yes. Well, yeah. I wrote one in my phone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right. Okay, so mine, I knew I was going to be on with Jeff. So what came to mind was one that it's, I don't know if it's just me or if it's everyone, but I know it's not Jeff. And this is the thing that we are (laughs) divided on. Oh, great. What am I getting (laughs) myself into? uh, Oh, it's uh, this really awful shit. Uh, No, uh, when I get uh, food delivered, um, I simply 100% of the time. Tip generously, Jeff. Yes. (laughs) Jefferson. Hey, <laughs> um, I keep all this uh, 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 hot sauce packets, uh, ketchup packets, oh. salt and pepper, utensils, napkins. I 
cannot throw out any of it. So I have bulging drawers of ketchup packets. Do you ever use them though? I don't. And they just sit there forever. And I wish I, I did, but also I don't have any food really to, so the only food coming in my house is like other Grubhub orders that will come with new packets. But I, I never throw out, I guess I use napkins and utensils maybe. Yeah. But I keep all of that stuff. And then I know for a fact that, that Jeff, He'll get Taco Bell. He'll have Taco Bell packets. He throws them in the garbage. Ruthless. Yeah. yeah. That's living uh-huh. on the edge. Here's the thing. There's nowhere to put them. Yeah. What I need to get, because I've also had my life saved by finding the occasional Kikoman yeah. oh, soy yeah. sauce packet. Yeah. That's why I have 400 the of them. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know how uh, you go to a diner and they have like a little plastic trough with all the different yeah. sugar packets in it <laughs> yes. all lined up? Sure. I need something like that for... Taco Bell sauces, ketchup packets. But here's the thing. Ketchup- you should have a binder so you can kind of open yeah. up. Oh, yeah. It's like those right. old CD binders. Yes. Yeah. Case Logic. Case Logic. <laughs> <laughs> just flap I'm sure Case Logic would love to yeah. rebrand. They're yeah. like, what are we Beautiful leather products. This yeah. one holds 120 sauces. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Except like you close it too quickly and it's just like, yeah. like uh, like uh, on tour in the van. It would be actually pretty great if we had like, like a binder of sauces. <laughs> but ketchup, especially, mm. I don't have any use for a Heinz ketchup right. packet. They're terrible to open. Um, Wait, Heinz? Do you mean Hunts? Whatever, yeah, Hunts. <laughs> Off brand. Heinz has ketchup packets. Yeah, I know, but he's saying he doesn't have use for it, and I'm. I was. Here's the thing. I thought you were Mandela affecting him and being like, "No, it's just hunts." No, it's- I didn't know if you meant you don't have use for the packet or you don't have use for that kind of. ketchup. Oh no, I guess mean the packet. Okay. Like, look, I'm, I'm sorry, Tony. If- edit me out. When you buy a refrigerator, what's the first thing you buy? Well, you take the handle off. You sounds make a like, giant. <laughs> sounds like yeah. you buy ketchup first. A giant bottle of ketchup is yeah. probably the first condiment most people think of. Is like, well, yeah. Even sure. if you don't use it the most, it's like it's like the king of the condiments, yeah. ketchup. It's <laughs> so the that first apex. Condiment. If I say, "Hey, name a condiment," you have one second. You'd be like, "Ketchup." Sure. Yeah. So don't give me packets. No. Everybody's right. got it. Yeah. Right. They float around. It's basically litter. Um, yeah. Soy sauce, though. Yeah. I don't have soy sauce just floating around. Why not? You can just buy the Kiko man. Why, why <laughs> yeah, you're right. I should. You know what I really want? Hmm. Eel sauce. Oh, oh, which no. doesn't that, actually they, have eel in it, right? It just goes on right. Eel. It goes on it's like eel. a sweet sauce. It's like a sweet teriyaki. It's, it's basically like syrup, yeah. right? But you put that on some like sushi roll with like a little crunch stuff on it. Yeah, it's good. God that's damn! Good. That's right. But you, I went to the grocery store, couldn't find it. Huh. Yeah, do they even sell it? Like I only get it. At you sushi have to places. get it as takeout in the little plastic dish. Yeah. Oh really yeah. It seems, it seems the good stuff. Right. But here's the thing, Tim. Spoiler alert. Mm. I want to make a cocktail out of that shit. Oh. Oh. Wow. What would you put with what? it? I don't know. This is this is early early peek into the That's test kitchen. Interesting. Because wow. I made a drink with molasses, and I thought, hmm, the molasses of the sea is <laughs> eel sauce. <laughs> it's sweet, thick. It belongs in a cocktail. I could imagine, and and it, it's yet sweet, but it's got the savory. Mm. We we did a weird cocktail on the show called a bull shot. Mm. This uh, is great. Which is this is a good 70s. discovery. It's, what is this? Uh, vodka and beef broth. V- vodka, beef broth, and lemon. You like beef broth? Oh, don't that you? sounds like you know bouillon, that, like out, yeah, like yeah, uh, whiskey bouillon. That actually, sounds like it could be good. It's I like a, it. it's very. Um, uh, uh, Bloody Mary esque, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Just, just like you a don't big like salt bomb. Was, there, was there some drink that you guys ha- were talking about where it's like a jug of water or something, oh. and it's like Borg. Borg? Borg. What is this? You okay. may have seen it on the news. Wait, Allie. Was yes, just talking Allie. Because yeah. aforementioned Allie Ward 
said, do you know what a Borg is? And I'm like, I feel like I just heard about that. So, yeah. Yeah. Kids are getting hospitalized across yes. the nation and drinking right Borg. Is, 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 is it just a, like, su- yes, go ahead. You go to a daytime party, a darty. And everyone brings their own board. No, no, of course. And Allison, a, a gallon, a gallon. It's a gallon yeah, jug yeah, no. uh, where it's it's half water, half vodka. So that's a lot. That of is vodka. a lot of vodka. But then you you flavor it with like a mio mm-hmm. dripper. But then uh, or whatever like crystal light, crystal light, crystal light or, or like flavor. But packet. then people people put like um, liquid IV like hydration packets in oh it too. My God. So the idea is that it's hangover proof because it's so hydrating. But you drink. Like a liter of vodka, That's so, so uh, like St. Patrick's Day, it, like Jesus uh, like a call, like UMass had twenty eight uh, ambulances called because <laughs> oh, of board oh parties, God. and this is and all the kids were okay, so maybe maybe it works, <laughs> but it's like it's a blackout rage gallon. That's why it's called board. B-O-R-G. Oh my God! Oh, when okay. she said blackout rage gallon, I was like, what is? I didn't even put it together. Did you put it together? That's what Borgs stood for? Okay. Yeah, he knew. So I, I couldn't, didn't. we didn't finish <laughs> our Borgs. We did on the podcast, but we drank a normal amount. And then I've, I've just had my Borg in my fridge for the last month. And sometimes I'll take it out and be like, <laughs> and put it back. Not so bad. Hmm. We should do it again. Yeah. We should do it as a daytime party. As an in-person record. Because the best ones for us are in-person records uh, where we do something a little bit more event Scorpion Bowl. Scorpion Bowl. Sidewalk Slammer. Uh, Mike I Hanford. Out. I remember him standing in our living room saying, he's been liking Zoom. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> but, you know, Ugh. I'm not sure he meant your, specifically your podcast. He might have just been talking about the convenience of doing other people's podcasts via Zoom. Sure, I sure. don't know. Yeah. Uh, I get that, but. He's got to come hang out with his boys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you guys ever done Jungle Juice? No. Like, I, I would like to revisit Kinda, that. Kind of, sort of. I feel like so much of the time we're talking about, like, oh, this is like the Gen Z version of Jungle Juice or whatever, but yeah. we haven't had, like, I actually, I drank tons of Jungle Juice in college, but I don't know what right. was in it. Because, like, the whole no. idea is that Jungle Juice is, like, kind of a catch-all for... It's like fruit, basically fruit never clear. <laughs> Oh wow! Oh, Ever, Everclear is like grain alcohol, like a hundred. Oh, yeah, it's like it's like ninety nine percent proof. We it's yeah, and then you just like fill a watermelon with it. Or oh, just, like, we got to do, do the watermelon. Yeah. I can't believe we haven't. Oh, that's good. Fed a watermelon like a handle of vodka, whatever yeah. they do. Yeah, I just learned that the band from the nineties Everclear was named after that booze Everclear. Yeah, there you go. What Art, did you think Alexakis. they were named after? Uh, Not that. I didn't really give it much thought. But he's a good Greek American songwriter, so mm. uh, I'm proud of him. <laughs> uh, we keep more condiment packets than we ever use, but, but you know what? I do throw them I out find uh, the one that saves my butt is if we get if we have any leftover barbecue yeah. sauce from McNuggets from McDonald's oh, those, because yeah. the kids it, like that because that McDonald's is a real hit and miss on you know honoring the the promise <laughs> you know what i mean of, of, of condiments, of condiments. Oh. yeah like they dishonor the do, promise sometimes they, you know, they do if you do uh, if you do mcdonald's through like postmates or yeah. whatever i drove past a uh, burger king and it yeah. said on this on the letter sign we don't dishonor the promise <laughs> <laughs> now you know the I promise thought it, thought it was like a religious <laughs> thing or something at first uh yeah so i'll try to hold on to those because the boys will throw of they'll get real upset if there's no barbecue sauce. And so. Jeff, what is your just mirror, everyone? Oh. Well, I, mine isn't so much like something. Well, this is something I do, but okay. This is just a life hack. Okay. A, fr- a free I'm, one. Yeah. This is just. Do you, keep, have, do you have pay ones too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a Patreon for this stuff. <laughs> uh, this keep it in your back pocket. In the morning, I drink a lot of coffee. Okay. In the morning, 
I have a ground thing of coffee and a ground thing of decaf, and I make a big pot of half-calf in the morning. Wow. So I, it's just a gentler takeoff for yeah. me, a guy who is going to get a large iced coffee in a matter of hours anyway. Mm. It's just better than having two full cups of right. caffeine and acid and then just doing it again at noon. Yeah. Could I ask, oh. why don't you just drink less coffee? Like, no deal, Tim. <laughs> I can't I, ask. I, I, con- <laughs> I consume volumes and I consume quickly. This yeah. is this is true. Multitudes, yeah. This is true for food. Yeah. Look, I'm already on my second they, water. Damn. They also I, sell half calf. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, you never you don't know about this? You didn't know Everclear was named after Everclear? Is this, is this, is this, is <laughs> so if I go to the grocery store, product. I can buy a half calf thing? Well, yes. I know that Nespresso well, they have sells it. Yeah. And I don't know if they have like a ground half calf. Okay. I'm doing Don Francisco's. Oh. Okay. So I, Don I might not. Don it's like days. the second cheapest. Yeah. It's pretty good though. Yeah. yeah it's good. Um, yes. For me, half calf is like a later in the day or afternoon thing. Well, it's, a, it's a wind down. Yeah, you. it's it, yes, it's a it's getting to that hour where I feel like if I drink a lot of caffeine now, I won't sleep Our as well. Our four year old has recently gotten into coffee, <laughs> and he is we what? Him the, yes, we were just decaf, just decaf, de- just the flavor of it. Yes, like well, coffee he wears ice cream. He has I, like a fluffy robe, <laughs> and, he, and he walks around with his coffee. Yeah, it's the craziest thing. But He's he so now funny. requests coffee, so I will make him decaf, and it's mostly milk. Yeah, but he's still like this he is wanted- a child who for Christmas what he wanted was a giant <laughs> wheel of cheese and a head of cabbage. Yeah, he's, that is what he asked for. A real unique little guy. Huh. Yes. What did he do with the head of cabbage? He just wanted to have it. Yeah, as he, one does. He didn't he want- like it. Yeah, but he got what he wanted. He did. The dream yeah. of the oh, head of cabbage he- did not live up to the reality. No, of the head of and cabbage. then he was all about, and he has not achieved this dream, but he was all about morels. He wants morel a morel mushroom. mushroom. Yeah. What's that? It's a kind of mushroom. He saw mushroom. a video about, about morel mushrooms. Yeah, they're called yeah. morels. So he would have it in like a terrarium as a pet. <laughs> you just want to hold. Don't it. know what he thought thinks it is, but he He's, wants he one. He said it's one of the weirdest mushrooms in the world. That's what he told me. <laughs> weirdest, <laughs> statistically weirdest. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this has been so much. Wait, fun. real quick. Okay. I, I figured out the condiment <laughs> binder idea. You know how the trapper keepers would have the Ziploc for the pencils? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get those. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have you can have it, and it won't. Anyway. Maybe the sauce is even just loose in those. That's what I was going to say. Press them and it squirts up. <laughs> yes. One like, packet with multiple sauces in it. Right. <laughs> Pretty good. Case logic if you're listening. This feels like a Kickstarter. <laughs> um, this has been so much fun. Thank you, Tim. Where can we find you? Uh, at Tim Kalbagas on Twitter and Instagram. And check out the Sloppy Boys podcast on any podcast app. And we're, our music is on uh, Spotify and Apple Music and all the streamers. I listen to it like exclusively when I go to put on music. It's just lately. It's just been sloppy boys. I'm nice. such a slop head. I would love for like almost everybody to be doing that very same thing. <laughs> yeah. And if we just replaced all other music, that would be a lot of streams for us. Mm-hmm. You know what song I find surprisingly poignant? I'm forgetting the title. Is it? Is there a song called Slophead Baby? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Slophead. There's so it's like. It's kind talk, of a, an anthem for our fans, yeah. Well, I put my little heart into it. Yeah, I just love it. Just the, you know, you're kind did, of like a... You. Yeah, we didn't even call them slopheads until that point, or did we? Did uh, you I did think you know? the song started it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense. That's also, that's a good video. That's like a tour video. Tony's oh, in it. Tony's, it. Tony's, Tony's in it. Check it out. I got to see it again. Oh, it's, it's good. I mean, yeah. that's like... Saying I'm in it is strong. Wait, does it but... show um, you guys Starring. and Don't yeah. Stop on a Plane? <laughs> yeah. I have yeah. seen it, but I got to watch it again. Yeah, yes. that's a fun one. Those are fun videos to make because uh, they're 
uh, cheap or free. Yeah, yeah. Like the our first album, we had Tom Collins was the the lead oh, single, and uh, we shot it at bars all around LA because we were like, we need to paint. This is the rookie card. We need to paint a very clear portrait of this band. Yeah. So we shot at like Public House and Tiki Tea and all, Tongo Room and yeah, all that. Yeah, just on phones as we're just, ordering just, drinks. Because you can shoot wherever you want if it's just on a phone. If they don't know. Yeah, yeah. And and, uh, <laughs> so, and then for the second album, we did that same thing for Slophead. But it was like bigger and better because we're on the road. We're on planes. Was Here for the Beer at a party? Was that a house party video? Or am I making... Uh, we have we have some like live performance videos of that, but we had we never went never full. did a video. We have a cool poster. We hired an artist ah, to draw like a here so for great. the beer poster, and it's kind of in the style of like, like Animal House meatballs. I think that might have been that's what seated in my mind. It's got all this these little vineyards. I wore it over here once, and you yeah, were very I, jealous of it. I was just like, that nice. is so great. <laughs> well, because with a video, that's a big song of ours, and um, Hanford wrote it, and <laughs> and sings it well. But, uh, <laughs> It, it, we were like, well, if you do a video for this, how do you not just act out all the crazy crap that's in the song? Yeah. yeah. And they were like, oh, it's just, it seems hard. <laughs> Can we just draw a picture and have that be it? Now I understand why you thought Tony's uh, uh, Return of the Jedi shirt was so normal. Was you're yeah. used to seeing a here for the beer shirt, a <laughs> yeah. lot going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. It's true. <laughs> Jeff, where might we find you? Ooh, I'm at Jefferson Dutton on all social media. Um, and I'll also add in uh, the Sloppy Boys. Here's why you want to follow the Sloppy Boys. On Monday, we post the recipes for Friday's show. Ooh. So it gives you all week to sort of gather up the sham board. Oh, Hell yeah. Squeeze lemons and get the juice going. Yep. Make yourself a bramble. Go for a bramble ramble. And if Ooh. you buy a bottle of sham board, you can feel royal. Yeah. Feel they, like, beautiful it, bottle. That it looks is. like something at your grandmother's house you're not supposed to touch. <laughs> right. It's an artifact. That looks like perfume from like the 50s. It looks like right. if you rub it a genie. Daniel. <laughs> What about you? Um, you can follow me on Instagram, I guess, or TikTok. I don't do anything on those these days. I don't do Twitter, so fuck it's that. Hard sell, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Tony, Twitter and Instagram at Tony Thaxton. Uh, bizarre albums every Tuesday, and uh, this coming Sunday, I'll be playing with Townland in Long Beach, and I do remember the name of the venue this time: Fourth Street Vine in Long Beach. Mm, cool. uh, so come on out to that if you're around. Is that just like what corner it's on? Okay. Sounds great, though. I, I've never been, so it'll be an Yeah, adventure. how could you know? Um, and then follow me on social media, at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram, and I'm um, the Allison Rosen on TikTok. And what am I forgetting? I Oh, yeah. If you like what you're hearing, or even if you don't, please make sure you're subscribed and leave us a, a review. Click five stars. Helps up the show. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone. This was delightful. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Alice and Rosen show? 